0: I've been moving January trouble
1: with me. Thursday. In Defiance, Ohio. Here we are in the studio. I'm joined with my co-host, Parker. How, how Howdy, you doing, ho, Parker? folks. Howdy, ho. Indeed, he beat me to it this time. Sly dog, you. Uh, not joined by Thomas Winker tonight. I don't know what he's doing. It must be something pretty important. But that's okay, nonetheless. Um, if he calls in or something later, we'll definitely get the man on the show. Obviously, but um, yeah, a little breakdown for tonight's uh, podcast. Not a whole lot of stuff on the docket tonight. But, you know, nonetheless, we'll make probably make something out of it. Uh, make it a good show. Uh, we have, you know, XFL. Who, who would have ever thought we'd talk about XFL right. football? Um, you know, some uh, <clears throat> NBA talk. Uh, the recent All-Star uh, just came out. The teams. Uh, some college basketball and some baseball. Yeah. Uh, I actually just got an update about some baseball, too. So Brewers making
2: moves, man. hmm
1: Yeah, I think... Um, after uh, Tuesday night's podcast, um, Parker and I were kind of talking, and we go, there really is a lot of guys out there on the baseball market that haven't signed contracts yeah, yet. I mean, names. it's kind of been slow, slow developing process. Because, I mean, pitchers and catchers report pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but I'm, I'm sure some of those deals will get finalized pretty soon. But, nonetheless, let's just kick it off, Parker. Um, I wish we had an XFL, like, soundtrack, you know, like a free right. song. But I don't know
2: if they have that.
1: So... What do you um, got? I'm sure it's about Money Man.
2: Yeah, uh, isn't it Vince McMahon's the one that's bringing it back? Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be here for another couple years, but it'll be a fun... There's going to be eight teams. Um, I hope they bring back a couple guys who are like retired or mm-hmm. didn't really get a shot, like Johnny. Obviously, Johnny would be the face of the oh, yeah. if he got that's in. What, that's what they're trying to do. I saw him tweet something about like he's not eligible to play in the XFL, which I hope he's being sarcastic and yeah. joking. I
1: don't know what you uh, is considered eligible to play in the, uh, the XFL anyway. Yeah, like right. what I don't know what the criteria is. So,
2: um, but I looked at a list of names that Bleacher Report put out, like names that the XFL should go after to get into their league, and up there with Johnny was t- uh, Tim Tebow. Really? I, I don't know if Tim would even do that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I, from my observation, he's still playing baseball, right? Yeah, he is he uh, got invited to spring training which is a joke but yeah I mean
1: honestly I don't think I don't see him doing it but I wouldn't be surprised if he does do
2: it it just doesn't seem like a Tebow move mm-hmm. because I don't know I'm uh, surprised
1: um, you know some of these coaches at these colleges haven't tried to get him on their staff or something like that right. you know for college football obviously but um, who knows I don't know it could happen but I mean he's he, got it made right now yeah he, he really really does he's, he's, an, he's an analyst for all college sports, I mean, he loves what he does. He plays baseball, I, I would consider, in his spare time. Yeah, right. <laughs> when he wants to. Um, so, yeah, but...
2: Yeah, that's all I got for the XFL. I mean, it'd be nice if it was more successful than its first go-round.
1: Yeah, we could talk about it then, you know. Right. It could be introduced in the podcast somehow.
2: We could be the official podcast of the yeah, XFL. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it enough. Sign a
1: deal and contract, we're, we're good. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Uh, moving on next, uh, yeah, there's your hot topic for the X- XFL. If you're looking for it tonight, fans, um, But we got?
2: Then Le'Veon's. Yeah, Parker wants to talk talks. some
1: NFL. Yeah, contract talks. Le'Veon Bell.
2: Um, take us. I mean, I, don't, I, I guess the Steelers are setting the deadline for. I guess the contract talks right now are going better than expected. That's and, good for the Steelers, right? And the deadline's February 20th, so still got a whole another month. But I'd be surprised if they did not work something out.
1: Yeah, especially the guy like him. He said, "He's like, listen, I want to be here as much as anybody, you know, on this team, obviously." But I think I think he threw out the the term retirement and stuff like that just just uh, scare him. Yeah. Maybe put some fear in the uh, the owner's eyes a little bit. Say, "Oh, we gotta get this guy. We gotta give him some money." But he definitely deserves some some sort of hefty cash.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just saw a little bit ago. Uh, they're obviously in Hawaii right now for the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge stuff, which is going on tonight on ESPN. And then the game Sunday, it was like a group of Le'Veon, uh, Antonio Brown, and a couple other uh, AFC teammates. And he's just rhyming off the top of his head. And every single line's about money. It's like, oh, geez, man. wonder if you want to get paid for something. Yeah. Oh, I mean, who doesn't? Right. But he's. Uh... I guess, he, I guess right now he's one of those...
1: I guess they're all athletes are like that. But he's one of those right now where he's very vibrant about his money. Right. And it's like, do we get it. We get you one of your contracts. Which is, what all these, which is what all these guys want. But I, I think in the end, I think the Steelers are find a way to get him on the team. Get him a good deal. Good, a decent contract. I'm saying... What do you think, a Three-year three year contract?
2: Yeah. Three I mean, year you can't con- sign him too long with yeah. the, the way NFL backs are these days. How durable they are.
1: And he's one of those guys who... You know, banged up here and there. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what you're
2: going to get from him. A lot. I mean, you know what you're going to get from him on the, on the field, but... And heck, the next time if he gets caught with, like, drugs, he might be suspended half a season. I mean, I probably should know Who's but who's their backup to Le'Veon? Um, it's... uh, Sorry, sorry to put uh, you on the spot. Toussaint. To uh, oh, okay, I mean, Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Or Stephen Ridley, who mm-hmm. used to play for the Pats. But, yeah, they, they'll probably re-sign him, mm-hmm.
1: I'd expect. Especially with those two featured backs, you probably don't look down the road with those guys, so kind you kind of would assume that you'd get Le'Veon Bell on board here. But that's all the NFL you got. I mean, the Pro Bowl this weekend, tune into it if you want. Probably not a lot of hard-hitting going on. Yeah, I'm not going to. I haven't in years. I think, uh, I don't know if it was last year, a couple years ago, it did start to get pretty physical in late, not late, but probably mid-game. A little, little, little here and there, but obviously uh, don't want to... End someone's career, right? Over a over a stupid
2: Pro Bowl game. They were talking about ending the Pro Bowl, like for good, yeah. a couple years ago. I think they should have. To be honest, I wonder.
1: I think I'm gonna look this one up actually. Um, you, I don't know if you know, Parker, um, the most points scored in a Pro Bowl game.
2: Uh, uh-uh. it's gotta be probably fifty something to forty something. I'm guessing. Yeah, I can't... Because that's the way it's been trending the last couple of years. You guys, you got guys playing positions that they don't actually play in real games, too. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of fun to watch. But, yeah, uh,
1: but I mean, I don't know. You don't expect a, a lot of defense in the Pro Bowl. Just a lot. It's kind of like the All-Star game,
2: NBA. Right, which hopefully, with the new format, that'll change. Hopefully, it'll be a little bit more competitive. Yeah, you would assume, especially with the all the new uh,
1: ingredients they added this year with it. But speaking of that, let's just move right into the NBA. Mm -hmm. Uh, Right now we have the Washington Wizards on the road against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, The Thunder are playing pretty well. Yeah, Um, as of late, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, I think the most recent one I can think of, obviously, in my head is the 140-point game against the Cavs. Uh, They really haven't looked back from that. Steven Adams has played some pretty big minutes underneath for him a lot, played pretty good. Obviously, he's a starter, but... um, uh, guys like Paul George <clears throat> starting to get into it, you yep. know, getting into his rhythm. scoring a lot of points, uh, takes a lot of pressure off Russ and Carmelo. I'm sure. Yeah. When you got a guy like him just scoring on all cylinders, at, like almost day in and day out, so.
2: Mellow is like starting to really step up in his diminished role too. He's starting to fit in now, which is nice to see because it was starting to look like it wasn't going to work out, and that was kind of going to ruin his uh, reputation a little bit more. Coming from a New York team that wasn't very good all the years that he was there, yeah,
1: the spotlight was predominantly on him. Yeah, except for the last couple of years, it was kind of him and Kristaps. But now it's now it's Christie's team. Yep, which that's not looking as good as it nope. did at the beginning of the year either. No, but uh, but yeah, that's the key game for tonight, really. Um, Thunder versus Wizards. Kevin Off Night for the NBA. I think yeah, the I think I think the, the I think this 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 uh, I'm gonna call it a snake draft kind of took over the uh, highlight of the the night I would say
2: yeah the Warriors and the Timberwolves play for this too which that's a oh big game because right now the Timberwolves are tied with the Spurs for the third seed in the West right now see that's a game where I'm gonna be probably probably so sleeping, sleeping but yeah.
1: you know sometimes sometimes you know I wish that was an eight o'clock game but I'd watch it right. but uh, tonight on a night like tonight you know gotta gotta get my uh, beauty sleep for tomorrow for the big Friday I got but you know. Uh, yeah, but um,
2: yeah, nonetheless, the All-Star teams were uh, selected. Yep. Uh, they were announced at 7 o'clock on TNT, Team LeBron versus Team Steph. Uh, you just want me to read off the lineups? Go yeah? for it. Uh, LeBron had the first pick, and his lineup is, he has DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. That will be the starting five for Team LeBron. And then his reserves are LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Chris Pauls, Porzingis, John Wall, and Russ Westbrook. Uh, you look at this. Obviously, the third, the like, first thing that popped, like, caught my eye was the fact that he's got Kyrie on his team, especially with all the stuff that went down over the summer. Um, and he's just, got
1: Kevin on his bench, so Kevin,
2: Kyrie, yeah. and
1: LeBron all back together. Well, Kyrie back with his. Uh, I won't say, I'm not gonna say friends, but his old teammates. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and then. Uh, the thing is, I saw today that um, Kyrie said that he wouldn't have even played for the Cavs if they had kept him. He was going to have knee surgery that would have put him out for the rest of the season. Wow. And, hmm, I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah, I read it on Bleacher Report today. Uh, it was the knee that he injured in the 2015 finals. Like, some was still wrong with his kneecap. So he's probably going to get that done over the offseason, they said now. I would assume,
1: yeah. Probably a smart deal now. It, yeah, it probably would have been kind of dumb to get traded to the Celtics and then I uh, got a knee injury. Right. Sorry, yeah, guys. And then they lose Gordon Hayward that first game, so that really would have set them back.
2: But, like, a big reason why he wanted to leave is I also saw a day LeBron wanted to trade Kyrie and a couple other guys Pubs. to get Paul George. Yeah, I yeah. saw that too.
1: Uh, I don't know if, um, you know, I, I, look, I saw that last night. I, I, I can't my bleacher report on my phone, and I'm thinking, you know, was this said by some guy who thought that was the case? I'm sure right. it was the case, but, you know, did LeBron actually come out and say that? Probably not. No, I mean, you would think, I mean, maybe he did, I don't know, but a lot of these sports writers are kind of, they like to, you know, get a rise out of these athletes and see what they actually say when something's presented to them. Yeah,
2: because that's what gets people to read your stuff.
1: And Yeah, and that's why those guys write. They, that's their job to write about stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure that was the case, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? You, would you not?
2: Would you rather want a guy than Paul George, or would you settled for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and all those guys? You got to change it up somehow, though, because obviously the team that you had constructed wasn't getting it done to win a championship, like your organization's goal is. So
1: yeah, and if you look at it, to run it back, the with impact, the, same team. the impact Paul George would have had on the Cavs, and the impact obviously now that it and them have had granted it's you know. You know, he's slowly getting back into but, um...
2: Paul George is, like, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, though. Like, that would really help the Cavs right now, considering how bad oh, they yeah. are defensively. Oh, yeah. But
1: um, but, um... I
2: don't know. The
1: the, 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 the recent struggles from the Cavs, um, though, I'm not really going to get into this, but I still think... Uh, I was thinking about this the other night, because I've been, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, hearing a lot of things, reading a lot of things on Twitter, whatever, social media, you name it. Um... I still do think they're the they're they're gonna make the finals.
2: Oh yeah, probably.
1: I still just don't think, you know those those last you know a couple months you know between you know g- early June and something. It's just it's gonna be you know playoff Cavs. Back, hopefully you know that's what you want to say, but it's kind of hard to tell in January. But because I mean you got teams the Celtics. I mean they beat the Clippers last night, but yeah. they kind of hit a skid there. I don't,
2: I don't think the Cavs are gonna sweep through the East like. They oh no, yeah. Cavs, I think so. you made
1: that point too. I I definitely agree with that. It's, yeah, it's not going to be easy. They probably won't go anything under five. Right. Or if it stopped well, at five. The first round probably will. Yeah. Uh, five and up might be the projection for, you know, the the next couple of rounds, obviously. But, yeah,
2: you know, um, which will be a nice change. Even if we get the same two teams in the finals as we have the last three years, it'd be nice if uh, the Spurs or the Rockets took the Warriors to seven games. And then for the Cavs and the Celtics to be competitive, too. I mean, last year it really wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm. And I guess I um, listened to my uh, buddy's podcast. Uh, shout out Mo in the Morning, Casey McKay, and all them. The guys, they do a great job. <clears throat> but they you know they, they had some pretty interesting topics. Uh, one of their guys uh, was on the show last night. He was a call And I guess I, guess I kind of agreed with him uh, in a sense that we really haven't seen this trade pan out yet because, you know, IT was injured. So it hasn't really – we've only seen, you know – not even a full month of it right you know what I mean it's not really you know kind of panned out yet granted yeah we're you know not we're deep in the NBA season but I don't think we're that deep yet where we can make assumptions but obviously it's right now it's hurting the Cavs uh because of IT's injury but you know it's hard to tell still you know January's not over yet yeah. but I just think teams like the Warriors are just like you know in their mind, you're just kind of like, wow, this is gonna be a cakewalk. Oh, for the East, it's gonna be a cakewalk. Yeah. Because I still don't think the Cavs have a, a godly chance of. The... They might beat the Warriors one game in the finals. That's it. And God knows what game it might be. It might be the stopper game or the I don't game know.
2: LeBron goes off.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In which, I mean, the Cavs haven't played great at home either. So who knows if they'd even get a home home win? You know. But Oracle is still a tough place to play. But um, but yeah, I mean, NBA just kind of out there right now. Really, yep. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, you, did, I even get, did you even get to the West yet? My bad. No, no. We, kind, we kind of get off team, on a tangent. That's but, my
2: fault. Uh, another Cavs update. Ty Lue finally changed yeah. the lineup, <laughs> which I think it should have been that way from the start. I mean, we heard Kevin Love didn't like playing center in the first place anyways. We've been hearing that for weeks, and they continue to put him out there at the center. It's like, the guy doesn't want to do it, and you guys are playing awful. Why wouldn't you do this sooner? Uh, I think it's going to help out, like help things out. But the fact that Jay Crowder, man, he's just so playing so bad right now.
1: I know, now. he really is. I think I think that's a good role for him on the uh, off the bench. Uh, cause then he can play with that second string with uh D Wade, yeah. Corver, all those guys. I would like to see, dude. Ty Lue, I will, would like to see you do this. If you tune into my podcast our podcast just once <laughs> a week, I would love to re listen. Why can't Chetty Osman get some minutes down the stretch? I just don't get it. Like he and him and even Calderon for I mean if you look at you look when they went on that that uh, what was it 13 14 game you know stretch there right it was guys like Jose Calderon uh, you know chipping in Chetty Osmond every guy on that bench besides that um, uh, Ante Zizek or whatever his name is yeah. only guy that didn't play but um I don't know I'd like to see him make a couple changes to that um, I I suggested p- putting Jr on the bench because he's missed he's every shot too. he's missed every shot he's taken so far trade him man. He's missed every shot I've seen him taking the last, shit, the last month almost really, but um, but yeah, and then I read another good article is um, the chemistry last year with the guys that oh I'm missing another guy Channing Frye too why can't he pile a couple more minutes, but um, last year when they had Richard Jefferson I guess Richard Jefferson was a good positive like team, team guy, guy yeah, around yeah. the locker room to have, uh, which you expected out, out out of a veteran who's you been through got it all that vibe from yeah. Him, yeah and you just go up and get rid of him for. I don't know. I don't even know what he's doing. Right. Hey, who's he playing for? Yeah, you got no. Uh, phew. Man, I forget who, who, who was playing for. Yeah, I can't. I I forget who that that was all about. I know it's not a very. It's you know one of those teams. you just kind of just kind of gave think. him to for nothing. said, yeah, here you, know, hey, yeah. you can have him. But but yeah, that kind of the chemistry kind of just you can see that and just kind of imploded with that team. You look at other teams around the league. Like you got, I mean, he, heck, you he even got the Thunder. Their chemistry is building up pretty good. The Warriors have always had good chemistry with their players. Um, The the, the Rockets, you know, we always, before we even talked about the Rockets where they even played a game, they go, well, CP3 and James Harden, how's that going to work out? Well, it's worked out pretty darn good for them so far. They're too
2: talented for it not to work out. I don't get when people are going to, when have we ever seen superstars get together and it's like, oh, man, this ain't working out, blow it up. Good thing for the Thunder, they waited, and now it's starting to pan out for them. When everybody was saying that it wouldn't work out.
1: Now I want to ask you this, though, so Parker. Think of this as um, perspective from a Cavs fan, if you can try to think about that. Put me in your sh- put being uh, my shoes for a second, and think. You know, if you know, you're, LeBron's been your guy forever, right? Right. If there's a time where the Cavs need to move on at, from LeBron, is it now?
2: I would say so. With all this stuff going on. He's at, towards the end of his career, even though he's not playing like it, but. One of these years, it's gotta hit him like a ton of bricks, I would think. You would like assume. all the mileage that he's put on oh, with yeah. the extra playoff minutes and, and e- stuff. And even
1: of late, he hasn't played. Yeah, he's
2: been turning. Every time I watch them, he turns the yeah, ball over. I would a agree. Lot.
1: And then, and then it's like it's one of those where he turns the ball over, and it's like somehow it's somebody else's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's like how many how many more times are we gonna transfer blame from LeBron James? You know, he's the greatest player ever, but you know the guy's going out there and turning the ball over eight times a night, and his team's get. I mean, I don't know, but I think there's a point in time with the Cavs is. They're going to have to realize, all right, our future for the next, you know, so many years isn't going to be with LeBron. Right. And you, I don't think they, you and know. And, like, this is the highest of
2: the stock's probably going to be. Exactly. For, like, what are you, you going to wait, three, four years better.
1: down the road when he's barely getting double-doubles every night? Or triple I mean, Actually, double double is probably easier for him than a triple-double now, I think. Right. But, I don't know. At, at, at some point, I think the Cavs need to just, you know, say, well, you know, LeBron, you've given us everything you could. You gave us a championship. Um, do what. We are going to express our rights to. You can leave if you want. We're not going to, you know, we're going to move on at some point.
2: It'd be nice if he just gave him an answer, man, on whether he's staying or leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, he always. But does. I
1: understand why he's not.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But he always he always
1: does this to us. He I would say to Cleveland fans, he always leaves us with that one year contract. He always does. Yep. And he, you never know. It's the it's the the unknown about LeBron is. It seems like every year is is he coming back? Is he coming? Is he coming back? Is LeBron coming back to Cleveland? Right. Well, let's you know, let's use those draft picks now and get guys that are going to come to Cleveland, develop, play at a high level, and then be something. You know, three, four years down the road, maybe earlier. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's kind of frustrating right now as a Cavs fan because you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, who? But hopefully in June they're playing in the or hopefully they're playing pretty well playoff basketball into the into the finals. But uh, you just never know. It's hard telling with this team right now.
2: And going back to you're talking about like Richard Jefferson being kind of like a glue guy on the team. I just saw a video the other day. I think they were talking about the fact that they had that meeting where they blame crap on Kevin Love. Um, There was a video from that Thunder game where he went for a rebound and fell on the ground, and he held out his hand for Jay Crowder, like, you know, pick him up. Crowder looked at him, walked over him, and like kicked his foot on the way to getting the ball. It's like, come on.
1: Yeah, there just they're just it seems to be no respect for anybody on that team right now. I, I honestly don't understand it. But, um yeah, that's uh, I guess that's my Cavs rank for the day. Yep.
2: All right. Uh, it's always good to get off my chest. We're done with the Cavs for the day. Uh, now moving on to Team Curry. That team consists of. Team Chef. Uh, Stephen Curry, the Greek Freak, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, James Harden, and that's the starters for that team. And then Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, and Karl-Anthony Towns. Um, East by 60. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron's <laughs> team looks a lot better. I don't know. Uh, LeBron's better than Steph. I'd take the Greek Freak over Cousins. I'd take Anthony Davis over DeMar DeRozan. I'd take KD over Joel Embiid. I'd probably take Harden over Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's hard to tell because and then you got Russ coming off the bench for yeah. LeBron.
1: Obviously, we know there's not not gonna be a lot of defense played in the All-Star game. So
2: until like the last two minutes, mm-hmm. if the game's close,
1: where that's mostly for you know the fans like, oh, it's Fallon just because. But um, but yeah, obviously it's pretty evident that the East team, Team LeBron, is pretty stacked. Uh, they just they had a segment on ESPN the. Uh, or TNT, sorry. Um, Ernie was asking questions, and both were kind of hesitant on asking who to, who they picked first, which, I mean, I would have liked to see them talk about it, obviously, because that's what we want to see, but I think it builds up for next year and that this that, that has to go on TV. Yeah. So will. we have to see who they pick. But It will eventually. I mean... I, I think the ironic part, and I think you can agree to it, I don't know why, I keep going back to the Cavs, but the, when LeBron said the word drama... The irony in what's going on with his team now. Right. He didn't want to bring drama into this. I think
2: he loves drama. I know that's I, I got the sense I'm like, crap, I'm like, man. did you want? I mean, like he has his whole career. I think.
1: Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, the teams are definitely picked and they are cemented. Um, yeah, no trades in the in the All Star game. They they don't. Steph's like, hey LeBron, I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you uh, this for that, but it's whatever. I'll trade you one of my rings for. Kevin Durant back on my team for one game, but uh, it's whatever. But anyway, uh, any other NBA any um, NBA
2: good news you got? We talked about the um, dunk contest participants last time. I got a couple updates on, like, the three-point contest. They're both Warriors guys. Clay Thompson is going to do it again. I think he's, like, a two-time champion, two or one for the three-point contest. And then uh, Curry said he's not going to do it this year. Dang it. Yeah.
1: I was kind of up to see him put up some shots. Clay, that, that'd be a good battle of two
2: teammates uh, going yeah. on in three-point count. Clay beat him last time <clears throat> when they both did it. Um, and then some other Warriors news. I don't know if you saw KD got ejected for the fourth time the other night. I didn't see that. Yeah, he told the ref. He just like looked at me like, you're wrong, and he got ejected for that. Um, he ended up apologizing, and the NBA Referees Association Twitter page accepted wow. the apology making steps here. And then he got fined fifteen K today. <laughs> so apparently apology isn't gonna get it done guys. You gotta I think it'd you be cool watch what you do.
1: I think it'd be cool for the NBA to be like, all right, can we find these reps are making you know bad ejections?
2: Right. Yeah. Like you made a terrible ejection, sorry we're gonna take that out of your paycheck. Funny thing <laughs> is KD has more ejection uh, ugh, ejections this year than any other NBA team like overall. Wow. No, that's crazy. Hey, man. Uh, the Warriors have eight. The next closest team has three.
1: I know the Cavs have a lot. Really? IT's already racked up two or three
2: and is <laughs> sitting back. Little gremlins. Feisty, huh?
1: Oh, I know. A little lollipop gills. <laughs> little lollipop gill action on the court. but um... Joe Kim Noah
2: <laughs> left the Knicks like out of nowhere, kind of like Derrick Rose did like a year ago. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks anymore, man. No. Too much, speaking of drama, there's too much drama there, too. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that's I feel like they... it's always been, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, shoot, Carmelo is usually the center of that. But now it's still going on even without him, so. <clears throat> Just got of question where that organization's at right now, but time will tell on that one.
2: That's, uh, that's all we got, NBA.
1: <clears throat> NBA pre-short docket tonight with the, uh, the Bruisers on the NBA court. Uh, next, we're going to move on... Uh, we had a uh, <clears throat> pretty, pretty deep, uh, pretty deep topic though uh, that just happened in the uh, in the world. Don't really like to bring a lot of politics into this, but um,
2: it, it is sports related. So. Yeah, it's
1: pretty sports related because uh, an Olympic a uh, train trainer. Or trainer um, don't really want to say his name because uh, I don't want to have that man's name in my mouth right now. After what's going on, he. Got a 175 jail sentence, which is a uh, rightfully deserved. I think it was on top of the uh, 125 victims that came out, plus the um, 50, 60 years he was serving for that child pornography thing. But anyway, uh, good to see a guy like that behind bars. Don't ever want him to see the light of day ever again. Um, but I think a lot of back of it is now is how the um, what do I say. The people on the was it the committee on the Olympics kind of shoved it
2: aside yeah, yeah that's what they're saying they kind of so, hit it Penn State style yeah uh, no pun intended
1: there yeah. right? but um but yeah I think uh you'll see something come out of that how you would think I would hope so you got
2: multiple life sentences there's like a 150 victims yeah that is that's oh a lot. my god yeah. it's terrible I mean
1: Good for those victims that came out and said what they needed to say, because you know you can't let that kind of shit happen no. every day. That's just not right. Um, pretty much ruined his career, ruined his life, <clears throat> as oh, we yeah. know he's it. Dying in prison. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that, that. That was pretty big news in the sports world. I know the sports world hasn't really covered it, which I mean, CNN and all those you know yeah. news webs, uh, channels and
2: websites they were have. all over yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, moving on from that, uh, we got some baseball, actually. Yeah, Hall of Fame class announced yesterday. A mm-hmm. couple of guys that we got to watch. Hey, uh, little Jimmy Tome. Yep, Jim Tome, uh, Trevor Hoffman, Vlad Guerrero, who in this class is my favorite. I loved Vlad Guerrero. No batting gloves. No, no batting, batting glove love. Vlad. Hitting home runs off the bounce. Like, off the bounce. That was nuts. Uh, and then Chipper Jones, who is considered the headliner mm-hmm. of this Hall of Fame class. Chipper uh he is a great third baseman for the Braves. He's always in the a day. chipper guy. <laughs> yeah, you know I uh, Jude uh, Neary told me yesterday that there's a rumor that Chipper Jones was always drunk or hungover every base, like pretty much every baseball game. And now he's a Hall they of Famer. Play. Yeah, now he's a Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> Take notes, kids.
2: Right. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's a good class. Yep, Edgar Martinez was like just short of getting in, which he has been the last couple of years. So. Maybe next year, Edgar. Who knows? I don't have that many memories of Edgar Martinez, really. Me either. Um, But then we got, uh, we were just talking about not many teams making moves. Uh, as of today, the Brewers, uh, they traded for Christian Yelich from the Marlins. The Marlins yeah. have now successfully traded every big piece on their team away, yeah. it feels so like. So expect
1: the Marlins to win 10 games uh, this <laughs> upcoming season.
2: <laughs> right. And then right before we started, uh, the Brewers signed Lorenzo Cain to a five-year deal. So, I mean, they were close to winning that NL Central this year when not many people expected them to compete with the Cubs Mm -hmm. and, like, the Cardinals. And uh, it's looking like next year, maybe in some people's minds, uh, if the Cubs don't bring Arietta back, Brewers might be the favorites to win the Central. I think, did they sign Darvish or were they just in talks? I can't remember. I think they were just in talks. But I think the team that probably could have a good chance at the Central this year is
1: the Cardinals. They made some pretty big off offseason moves. I forget the pitcher they had. Um, they just, they got, I think it was a bullpen guy. Uh, shoot, I wish I could remember. Uh, they just
2: traded away uh, Randall Gritchick, I saw the other day, to the Blue Jays for some minor league pieces. Uh, they got Ozuna from the Marlins. The Marlins fire mm-hmm. sale. Yeah. literally yep.
1: just you can, if you want them you can have them get out
2: <laughs> go i'm somewhere. dj i'm running this crap <clears throat> but uh yeah that's all the baseball i got i can't wait for pitchers and catchers and spring training to start get going you oh i know. know
1: you get that baseball feel you get that itch it got that itch going um yeah it's very soon though pitchers and catchers um, which is yeah, like we talked. about, Park and I were like he said we are talking off the air about the type of deals that haven't really been struck yet with a lot of these big guys, and uh, but I'm sure sooner or later they will be. I feel like you kind of would have to going right. into pitchers and catchers meeting.
2: But yeah, and then Vlad Guerrero is going to be the first like player to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I thought he would have chose Expos, but he was. I think he won an MVP, or he's close to winning an MVP with the Angels, so I don't understand uh-huh. why he'd want to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I just think a guy that doesn't wear batting gloves is automatic
1: Hall of Fame bid. Right. Come on, man. Dude hit dude, hit. dude hitting tank line drives with no batting gloves? Come on. That's a man. That's a man's job. Oh, yeah.
2: His son's supposed to be a stud, too. Prospect. I'm uh- not
1: making my kid wear batting gloves. Like, listen... You can get all the blisters you want on your finger. You're not wearing batting gloves, dude. Look at Vlad. Look, I'm going to tell him, look at Vlad. Vladimir Guerrero. And he'll show you how to hit the ball. It'll
2: turn you into a man, kid. Oh, yeah. Um, Looking ahead to next year's possible guys. I mean, you got Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Um, God, I don't want Barry again. Kurt Schilling, Scott Rowland, Manny Ramirez, Edgar Martinez. Scott
1: Rowland. God, that's a... That's a great name right there. Scott Rowland. I love Scott Rowland back in the day. I know. It's funny because the dude, the dude played for the Cardinals for the longest time. Then he goes to play for the arch-rival Cincinnati Reds. Reds yeah. And I remember that whole brawl that went down between the Cardinals and <clears throat> Reds when uh, Scott Rowland was actually on the Reds at that point. Uh, Johnny Cueto put a cleat through Adam Wainwright's skull almost. <laughs> um, I, I. It's funny because I had tickets. Or I was going to go to that game and didn't mm-hmm. go. And... Uh, I didn't awesome. see, yeah, I didn't see that bra but uh, yeah, Scott Rowland, great name.
2: Who else did you say? Roy uh, Holiday, Andrew Jones. He used to play for the Braves. Todd Helton's first; it'll be his first time on the ballot. Andy Pettit, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, uh, Mariano Rivera. I'd like to see Rivera get in. I think he will. Uh, Lance Berkman, Roy Oswalt, Miguel Tejada. I mean, those are all names oh, that yeah. we grew up with when we were oh, real, yeah. real little tykes, you know.
1: Young Tykes trying to hit the ball. I I can remember watching Barry Bonds a lot, dude. He was he was a heck of a player, but I don't know. The whole steroid thing gets me, man. It
2: doesn't get me. Uh, I'm paying to watch the best form of sports that I want, and if you're gonna take steroids to better yourself, like that's on you. If you end up Getting, perishing yeah. at an early age. Yeah. I don't know. But
1: there's a downfall. You can take them after you, you know. It's after not, you're done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But um.
1: Yeah, Parker had a lot of great Hall of Fame names for the next uh, draftees. But um, I hate how
2: stingy the MLB is with their Hall of Fame because I feel like all those guys I named like are deserving Mm -hmm. of getting in, Mm -hmm. and they won't. They won't all end up getting in.
1: Yeah, which sucks because like obviously you think of Hall of Fame, no matter what sport it is, those are a select guy, the the select few, and it makes it more like you know if you get in there, it means more than just letting you know. Everyone get you know what I mean. Get, everyone getting in it kind of means more to you, but yeah. yeah. But I think, like Parker said, a lot. All those guys are very deserving, but it'd be very. It's gonna be interesting who they put in. Yep.
3: Yeah.
1: But uh, that's gonna do it for some uh, MLB talk. Unless you had something to wrap it up with. Nope. No nothing. No wow. Nice, nice, Nada. very nice, very nice. Uh, so yeah, we're just you know scooting along right across this podcast. Kind of a slow day for both of us. Uh, I don't know if you could tell in our voice, but you know, yeah. it's been a long day. Um, but the move move on to NCAA men's basketball for a little quick tune up here. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines are on set to take the Purdue Boilermakers right now on ESPN. Uh, halftime is well, actually, that was over a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is. There's seven minutes to go in the second half in the game. Actually, uh, Michigan is down 68-72. Uh, this is the second con- contest between these two teams. Uh, the first one was in Ann Arbor on a questionable uh, late foul call for um. Against Michigan, that sent um, their big, uh, Purdue's big man, I forget which one it was, to the line. S- made a free throw, missed one, and then uh, Michigan almost hit the buzzer beater at half court. Uh, didn't happen. Uh, another team in action tonight, the uh, Penn State Nitty Lions. Uh, very nitty and very vicious. Vicious, uh, taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Uh, Buckeyes are down 25 16 right now. Really slow start. I think at one point it was 6 to 12, or it was very low. Uh, not a lot of points by the Buckeyes right now. Hopefully yeah. the Buckeyes keep the streak going. If not, I mean, what well, a run. What a run it's right. been, I guess. Um, you don't want anything to come to an end, but at some point you're going to have to lose, and they're going to have to take off the take on the Boilermakers and at the end of the season, Michigan at some point again. So yeah. uh, look for the those games on the docket uh, coming up. But um, I think, what was it, last night, or a couple nights ago, we were talking. Um, shoot, Oklahoma won a couple nights ago. Against I think K- yeah. Kentucky pulled out another close one uh, at home. Uh, it was uh, very close. I th- I, I want to believe that they won that game. Who are but they playing? I don't even. I-, I I was watching it, but then like you know, I was like, "Oh, Kentucky's playing." I'm gonna turn it off. But I mean, I didn't really care uh, in the moment. I think it was just uh, recently actually. It might have been a Wednesday or a Tuesday night. Um, yeah, I think it might have been after one of the podcasts. Cause, oh, they beat
2: Mississippi State by thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was close Tuesday. for a while.
1: Um, Ooh, they got
2: West Virginia Saturday. Yeah. at West Virginia.
1: I, I'm I, I'm thinking West Virginia might win that game. Probably. Yeah. Uh, at home, West Virginia play a lot of hard defense. Kentucky just doesn't look, look like a good Kentucky team right now. Right. But I don't know. I think I think uh, actually looking at looking at the the men's basketball schedule uh and all everything you know after it i think it's starting to it's starting to pick up a lot
2: yeah uh, for sure
1: i know i know football nfl runs really late into the college basketball season so football's like ticking away and then uh you know if you can get into college basketball as early as you can that's good because you know march will be here as soon as you know it i mean a lot of these teams are pretty deep in their schedule in terms of conference play so um a lot of th- a lot of things at stake uh late in their season but um uh they had actually i was looking today parker they had the first uh nba uh they not the first but they had a mock draft out again today mm-hmm. i don't know if you looked at it at all uh uh-uh. uh obviously trey uh trey young was uh on that um on that high board yeah. i couldn't uh, i couldn't really look um i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is i'm trying to spit it out of my mouth as best i can um I guess the highlight, uh, highlight, high. What I, the headline? Sorry, was it's like NBA mock draft, but it all said was Trey Young rising, and then uh, Don, Don Sick, is that How you say it? Donkic. kitsch.
2: Yeah, kitsch. Donkey.
1: Donkey. Yeah. Uh, and the Nets pick. So I didn't really get to read that much of it. Um, it's it, it's all gonna depend if what the, what the Cavs do to trade up. If you trade to get that pick, you keep the Nets pick. Who they take or who the team that wants them to take. Uh once this trade that pick to get maybe a Trey Young or someone. Um but I think Trey Young will be the first point guard gone obviously. Oh, yeah. You have to assume it, it'll that. either
2: be him or Sexton, I guess.
1: Yeah, but in in my in my mind right now, I'm probably thinking Trey Young will be the first first point guard to go. Um he's pretty pretty prolific player.
2: Oh yeah. Um, he uh I mean watched him the other night. He was really efficient and he got his teammates involved. Oh yeah. He's not just some guy who drops forty every night. He can also get the other guys involved. He made some nice passes, some up and under passes. I saw underneath the hoop, which looked pretty sweet.
1: Mm. Um, I want to see more of the uh, God. Who was it? Mon Monmouth a couple years ago. The bench guys. I want to see more that of that. All that I want to see more stuff. of that yeah. stuff in college basketball. Um,
2: probably bring it back. Tournament time. Oh yeah, yeah. probably.
1: Uh, I know. Th- I know. There's one guy for the the uh, Buckeyes. He's uh, he was a walk on. He made the team. Um, he uh, he, had, he had his own like Twitter fan page for uh, Columbus and he uh, always they call him Towel Guy or something like that but yeah what what a great name to be remembered by if you're, uh, you're a towel yeah <laughs> but um but yeah I don't really have a whole lot of college basketball there's a lot of games going on if you just yeah. want to tune in to ESPN you'll probably catch a couple of them
2: Duke and Virginia Saturday at 2 o'clock on CBS I believe that'll be a good game mm-hmm. to check out for you guys over the weekend and then uh Celtics Warriors are also on ABC uh, Saturday 8.30. So a couple good games to watch there mm-hmm. over the weekend. Indeed, indeed. Uh,
1: just tune in, college basketball or NBA. It's heating if, up. Yeah, it is heating up in the um, the basketball um, world. <clears throat> like I said, NFL is winding down. <clears throat> Tom Brady's taking it into his own hands at this point. Uh, and Bill, Billy Belichick in the uh, Pats. Um, but, yeah, that's, I'm really out of words for the night right now. I don't know what else to talk about.
2: My wish for this NFL offseason is that we don't hear about the Jets every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. like they've always been bad, but ESPN still talks about them all the time. They're not even the probably Her- It's probably Herm. Yeah, probably. When she's gone <laughs> yeah, now, so maybe, probably Herm they, Edwards. maybe they won't talk about them. <laughs> but Her- like, Herm's got a hard-on for the Jets. Even when the Giants were winning two Super Bowls with Coughlin and Eli Manning, ESPN still continue to talk about Rex Ryan and the Jets, who just went like nine and seven. Yeah, it was so annoying.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously any off season is a good off season depending on how it goes for a lot of sports teams, but um, but yeah, I would look for the NFL to be a pretty good off season of this year um, in terms of where which quarterback goes where. Yeah, you know, um, I was reading today as well. You're talking uh, about
2: Baker to the Browns. Number yeah. One.
1: Um, yeah. So. Just to let the fans know, we're done talking about NCAA men's basketball. Uh, we're gonna close our segment on that. Uh, now we're gonna just open it up for a couple of last pointy thoughts. We're gonna end this podcast a little early tonight. Didn't have a lot on the docket to talk about. Uh, not a lot of you know good you know story generators besides the uh, the All Star pickums and for the uh, you know couple 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 games for NCAA men's basketball and a couple high, uh, headlines. But but yeah, I was reading today. What what do the red do the Redskins if they want to keep Kirk Cousins? You know they need to do it and then yeah. build around him because I mean you look at their team never had Kirk never really had that weapon you know that that wide receiver that's stud. What Terrell Pryor's not stud? I mean, come on man, <laughs> I think I think Terrell Pryor's run his course in the NFL. Yeah, you're probably sadly made. to say, but uh, especially being a former Buckeye, but sadly to say he's probably run his course. Uh, but it, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, your got point about Baker Mayfield. The only thing I'm getting wrapped around is all they're saying is, oh, the guy's a winner.
2: I knew, when I saw that, when somebody asked, what do you look for a QB, when they asked the Browns GM, he's like, does he win? No kidding. I thought (laughs) thought Rosen didn't win, Darnold didn't really win in college, uh, Josh Allen definitely didn't win in college at Wyoming, and like, you know who is in the uh, talks for like a first round pick? Baker Mayfield. What did he do in college? He won. Yeah, and they were so talking about yeah, um,
1: they were talking about the first thing Baker Mayfield did. Someone said when he was watching, uh, I forget some sports writer. He goes, <clears throat> first thing Baker Mayfield did when he got on that campus, he knew the playbook in two weeks." Well, to be honest, it's not really hard to know the Browns' playbook. It's um, you know, run on first down, get stopped for three yards, uh, run a two-yard out route with your tight end, uh, maybe for another yard, and then run it up the gut for another, t- you know, half a yard, and then punt it.
2: Are you talking about? Um... Todd Haley offense? You oh, no, I'm talking traditional about traditional Browns.
1: I'm talking about traditional Browns offense. Oh. <laughs> which, going back to Todd Haley, though, I, uh, I don't know. I listen to uh, that sports podcast that my buddy has in there. Are a lot, of, lot, lot lot of, He's a Steelers fan, and uh, he's got a lot of Steelers buddies he talks to. Um, really hating on the Browns, this Todd Haley thing. But uh, I, I think it could be good for him. Uh, I don't want to say the word hating, but, you know, kind of just, I think it was one of those Steelers fans like, oh, we don't need him. Yeah. We're better. Yeah. But I, I just think look at the look at the off look at the offenses he's had at Pittsburgh they're pretty good offenses yeah uh, I, it's gonna be interesting to see him coming to the Browns now with um you know a really bad offense how can he turn that around right obviously it starts in the draft in April so you pick an Oklahoma State wide receiver is uh I think they were talking the number one wide receiver to go um, um. A boy from Stillwater but uh,
2: nonetheless any closing points Parker. Uh, no nope. I think I'm done
1: Parker's done you 40, sure?
2: 45 minutes huh
1: see what? that's how you get it done right there yeah 45 minutes started at started about you know eight something
2: like that ish, yeah. yeah
1: got got the little ball and chain uh, rolling here but uh but that's gonna do it for today's podcast Thursday on oh, this fine Thursday January 25th uh make sure you go on um go on anchor. Actually, I would um, prefer you download the Anchor app and get it on your phone or tablet, whatever you need to do, and uh, those videos are up, those podcast uh, audios are uploaded directly after the show. Uh, My bad with the uploading, I figured out that I have to add the station on the app so you can listen to the full thing, Uh, but nonetheless, when you do open up the app and click on the podcast. All you have to do is scroll over from segment to segment. They are all there, I promise you. You can listen to them. I listened to them last night. Uh, Not the whole way through, sorry. But um, they're all there, I promise you. But uh, go check us out on Anchor. Uh, Give us a listen and let us know your comments, feedback. Uh, We'd love to hear your questions as always. Uh, Stay classy, Define. Stay classy, America. We will see you Tuesday. January 25th is a Thursday in Defiance, Ohio. Here we are in the studio. I'm joined with my co-host, Parker. Howdy ho, folks. Howdy ho, indeed. He beat me to it this time. Sly dog, you. Uh, Not joined by Thomas Winker tonight. I don't know what he's doing. It must be something pretty important, but that's okay, nonetheless. Um, If he calls in or something later, we'll definitely get the man on the show, obviously. But, um, yeah. A little breakdown for tonight's uh, podcast. Not a whole lot of stuff on the docket tonight, but, you know, nonetheless, we'll make probably make something out of it, uh, make it a good show. Uh, we have, you know, XFL, who, who would have ever thought we'd talk about XFL right. football? Um, you know, some uh, <clears throat> NBA talk, uh, the recent All-Star uh, just came out, the teams, uh, some college basketball and some baseball. Yeah. Uh, I actually just got an update about some baseball too. So brewers making moves, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, um, after uh Tuesday night's podcast, um, Parker and I were kind of talking and we go, there really is a lot of guys out there on the baseball market that haven't signed contracts yeah, yet. I mean, names. it's kind of been slow, slow developing process. Cause I mean, pitchers and catchers report pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but I'm, I'm sure some of those deals will get finalized pretty soon, but nonetheless, let's just kick it off. Parker. Um, wish we had an XFL like soundtrack, you know, like a right. song, but I don't know if they have that. So what uh, do you got? I'm sure it's about money, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, isn't it Vince McMahon's the one that's bringing it back? Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be here for another couple years, but it'll be a fun, there's going to be eight teams. Um, I hope they bring back a couple guys who are like retired or mm-hmm. didn't really get a shot. Like Johnny, obviously Johnny would be the face. Of the oh yeah. If he got that's what, that's what they're trying to do. <clears throat> I saw him tweet something about, like, he's not eligible to play in the XFL, which I hope he's being sarcastic and yeah. joking.
1: I don't know what you uh, is considered eligible to play in the, uh, the XFL anyway. Yeah, like,
2: right. what
1: I don't know what the criteria is, so.
2: um, But I looked at a list of names that Bleacher Report put out, like names that the XFL should go after to get into their league, and up there with Johnny was t- uh, Tim Tebow. Really? I, I don't know if Tim would even do that. Yeah,
1: I don't know. He's, from my uh,
2: Observation: He's still playing baseball, right? Yeah, he is. He uh, got invited to spring training, which is a joke. But yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, I don't think I don't see him doing it. But I wouldn't be surprised if he does do it. It just doesn't
2: seem like a Tebow move mm-hmm. because I don't know. I'm uh, surprised.
1: Um, you know, some of these coaches at these colleges haven't tried to get him on their staff or something like that. Right? You know, for college football, obviously, but um who knows i don't know it could happen but i mean he's he, got it made right now. yeah he, he really really does he's, he's an he's an analyst for all college sports i mean he loves what he does he plays baseball i, I would consider in his spare time yeah right. when he wants to um so yeah but
2: yeah that's all i got for the xfl i mean it'd be nice if it was more successful than its first go-round
1: yeah we could talk about them you know
2: right it could
1: be introduced in the podcast somehow
2: we could be the official podcast of
1: yeah, XFL. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about it enough. Sign a deal and contract, we're we're good. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, moving on next. Um. Uh, yeah. There's your hot topic for the X- XFL. If you're looking for it tonight, fans. Um. But we got. Then Levions. Yeah, Parker contract wants to talk talks. some
2: NFL. Yeah, contract talks. Le'Veon Bell. Um. Take us. I mean, I. Don't... I guess the Steelers are setting the deadline for. I guess the contract talks right now are going better than expected. That's and, good for Steelers. Right. And the deadline's February 20th, so still got a whole another month. But I'd be surprised if they didn't work something out.
1: Yeah, especially the guy like him. he said he's like, "Listen, I want to be here as much as anybody, you know, on this team, obviously, but I, I think I think out the the term retirement and stuff like that just uh, just scare him. Yeah. Maybe put some fear in the uh, the owners' eyes a little bit say, "Oh, we got to get this guy. We got to give him some money." But he definitely deserves some, some sort of hefty cash.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just saw a little bit ago. Uh, they're obviously in Hawaii right now for the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge stuff, which is going on tonight on ESPN. And then the game Sunday. It was like a group of Le'Veon, uh, Antonio Brown, and a couple other uh, AFC teammates. And he's just rhyming off the top of his head, and every single line's about money. Like oh geez man, wonder if you want to get paid for something. Yeah. Oh, I mean who doesn't? Right, no,
1: but no. he's uh, I guess he, I guess right now he's one of those. I guess they're all athletes are like that, but he's one of those right now where he's very vibrant about his money. Right, and it's like, do we get it? We get you on your contracts. Which is what all these, what's what all these guys want. But I, I think in the end, I think the Steelers are find a way to get him on the team, get him a good deal, good a decent contract. I'm saying, what do you think was a three year, three year contract?
2: Yeah, I Three mean, you can't c- sign him too long with yeah. the, the way NFL backs are these days, how durable they are.
1: And he's one of those guys who, you know, banged up here and there. Yeah, yeah. Don't
2: know what you're going to get from him a lot. I mean, you know where you're going to get from him on the, on the field, but... And heck, the next time if he gets caught with, like, drugs, he might be suspended half a season. I mean, I probably should know Who's their who's
1: their backup to Le'Veon?
2: Um, it's, uh... Sorry, sorry to put uh, you on the spot. To, Toussaint. Uh, oh, UK. Um, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. Not very good. Or Steven Ridley, who mm-hmm. used to play for the Pats. But, yeah, they, they'll probably re-sign him, mm-hmm. I'd
1: expect. Especially with those two featured backs. You probably don't look down the road with those guys. So Right. of you kind of would assume that you'd get Le'Veon Bell on board here. But, that's all the NFL you got. I mean, the Pro Bowl this weekend. Tune into it if you want. Probably not a lot of hard-hitting going on. Yeah, I'm not going to. I haven't in years. I think, uh... I don't know if it was last year, a couple years ago. It did start to get pretty physical in late, not late, but probably mid game. A little, little, little here and there, but obviously uh, don't want to end someone's career right. over a over a stupid Pro Bowl game.
2: They were talking about ending the Pro Bowl like for good yeah. a couple years ago. I think they should have. To be honest, I wonder. I think I'm going to look this one up
1: actually. Um, I don't know if you know. Parker, um, the most points scored in a Pro Bowl game.
2: Uh Uh-uh. It's got to be probably 50-something to 40-something, I'm guessing. Yeah, I can't. Because that's the way it's been trending the last couple years. You you got guys playing positions that they don't actually play in real games, too. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah, uh... but I mean, I don't know. You don't
1: expect a... A lot of defense in the Pro Bowl, just a lot. It's kind of like the All-Star game, NBA.
2: Right, which hopefully with the new format, that'll change. Hopefully it'll be a little bit more
1: competitive. Yeah, you would assume, especially with the all the new uh, ingredients they added this year with it. But speaking of that, let's just move right into the NBA. Uh, yeah. Right now we have the Washington Wizards on the road against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Thunder are playing pretty well. Yeah, um, as of late, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I think the most recent one I can think of, obviously, in my head, is the 140-point game against the Cavs. Uh, they really haven't looked back from that. No. Steven Adams has played some pretty big minutes underneath for him a lot. Played pretty good. Obviously, he's a starter. But um, uh, guys like Paul George, <clears throat> starting to get into it. You yeah. know, getting into his rhythm. Scoring a lot of points. Uh, Takes a lot of pressure off Russ and Carmelo, I'm sure. Yeah. You got a guy like him just scoring on all cylinders, like almost day in and day out. So,
2: Melo is like starting to really step up in his diminished role, too. He's starting to fit in now, which is nice to see because it was starting to look like it wasn't going to work out. And that was kind of going to ruin his uh, reputation a little bit more. Coming from a New York team that wasn't very good all the years that he was there. Yeah.
1: The spotlight was predominantly on him. Yeah. Except for the last couple years, it was kind of. Hey man, Chris Stops, But now it's now it's Christie's team. Yep. Which that's not looking as good as it nope. did at the beginning of the year either. No. But uh. But yeah, that's the key game for tonight, really. Um, Thunder versus Wizards. Kind of an off night for the NBA. I think yeah, the I think I think the, the I think this 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 uh, I'm gonna call it a snake draft kind of took over the uh, highlight of the the night I would say yeah
2: the Warriors and the Timberwolves play for this too which that's a oh big game because right now the Timberwolves are tied with the Spurs for the third seed in the West right now see that's a game where I'm gonna be probably probably sleeping, sleeping but yeah. you
1: know sometimes sometimes you know I wish that was an eight o'clock game but I'd watch it right. but uh, tonight on a night like tonight you know gotta gotta get my uh, beauty sleep for tomorrow for the big Friday I got but you know. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, nonetheless, the
2: All-Star teams were uh, selected. Yep. Uh, they were announced at 7 o'clock on TNT. Team LeBron versus Team Steph. Uh, you just want me to read off the lineups? So? Go for it. Uh, LeBron had the first pick, and his lineup is, he has DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. That will be the starting five for Team LeBron. And then his reserves are LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Chris Porzingis, John Wall, and Russ Westbrook. Uh, you look at this, obviously the third, the like, first thing that popped, like, caught my eye was the fact that he's got Kyrie on his team, especially with all the stuff that went down over the summer. Um, and he's just,
1: got Kevin on his bench, so Kevin, Kyrie, yeah. and LeBron all back together. Well, Kyrie back with his, uh, I won't say, I'm not going to say friends, but his old teammates. Yeah,
2: and then... Uh, the thing is, I saw today that um, Kyrie said that he wouldn't have even played for the Cavs if they had kept him. He was going to have knee surgery that would have put him out for the rest of the season. Wow. And, hmm, I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah, I read it on Bleacher Report today. Uh, it was the knee that he injured in the 2015 finals. Like, Some was still wrong with his kneecap, so he's probably going to get that done over the offseason, they said no. I would assume,
1: yeah. Probably a smart deal now. It, yeah, it probably would have been kind of dumb to get traded to the Celtics and then I uh, got a knee injury. Sorry, right. guys. And then they lose Gordon Hayward that first game, so that really would have set him back.
2: But, like, a big reason why he wanted to leave is I also saw a day LeBron wanted to trade Kyrie and a couple other guys Pubs. to get Paul George. Yeah, I saw that
1: too. Uh, I don't know if, um, you know, I, I, look, I saw that last night. I, I, I came with my bleacher report on my phone, and I'm thinking, you know. Was this said by some guy who thought that was the case? I'm sure right. it was the case, but, you know, did LeBron actually come out and say that? Probably not. No. Probably. You would think, I mean, maybe he did, I don't know, but a lot of these sports writers are kind of, they like to, you know, get a rise out of these athletes and see what they actually say when something's presented to them. Yeah,
2: because that's what gets people to read your stuff.
1: And Yeah, and that's why those guys write. they That's their job, to write about stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure that was the case, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? You, would you not? Would you rather want a guy and Paul George, or would you settled for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and all those guys?
2: You got to change it up somehow, though, because obviously the team that you had constructed wasn't getting it done to win a championship, like your organization's goal is. So
1: yeah, and if you look at it,
2: to run it back, the with impact, the, same team. the
1: impact Paul George would have had on the Cavs, and the impact obviously now that it and them have had granted it's you know. You know, he's slowly getting back into but, um...
2: Paul George is, like, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, though. Like, that would really help the Cavs right now, considering how bad oh, they yeah. are defensively. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um... But, uh, I don't know. The
1: the, the, the the recent struggles from the Cavs, um, though, I'm not really going to get into this, but I still think, uh, I was thinking about this the other night, because I've been, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, hearing a lot of things, reading a lot of things on Twitter, whatever, social media, you name it, um... I still do think they're the they're they're gonna make the finals.
2: Oh yeah, probably.
1: I still just don't think, you know those those last you know a couple months you know between you know g- early June and something it's just it's gonna be you know playoff Cavs. Back, hopefully, you know that's what you want to say, but it's kind of hard to tell in January. But because I mean you got teams the Celtics. I mean they beat the Clippers last night, but yeah. they kind of hit a skid there. I don't,
2: I don't think the Cavs are gonna sweep through the East like. They oh no, yeah. Cavs, and you, so. I think you made
1: that point too. I I definitely agree with that. It's yeah, it's not going to be easy. They probably won't go anything under 5. Right. Or if it stops well, at 5, first round probably will. Yeah. I, 5 and up might be the projection
2: for, you know, the the next couple of rounds obviously, but yeah. You know, um which will be a nice change even if we get the same two teams in the finals as we have the last 3 years. It'd be nice if uh the Spurs or the Rockets took the Warriors a 7 games and then for the Cavs and the Celtics to be competitive, too. I mean, last year it really wasn't.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess, um, listen to my uh, buddy's podcast, uh, shout out Mo in the Morning, Casey McKay and all that, and the guys, they do a great job. <coughs> but they you know they, they had some pretty interesting topics. Uh, one of their guys uh, was on the show last night. He was a call And I guess I, I, guess I kind of agreed with him uh, in a sense that we really haven't seen this trade pan out yet because, you know, IT was injured. So it hasn't really, you have only seen, you know, not even a full month of it right you know what I mean it's not really you know kind of panned out yet granted yeah we're you know not we're deep in the NBA season but I don't think we're that deep yet where we can make assumptions but obviously it right now it's hurting the Cavs uh because of IT's injury but you know it's hard to tell still you know January's not over yet but I just think teams like the Warriors are just like you know in their mind, you're just kind of like, wow, this is going to be a cakewalk. Oh, for the East, it's going to be a cakewalk. Because yeah. I still don't think the Cavs have a, a godly chance. of. The... They might beat the Warriors one game in the finals. That's it. And God knows what game it might be. It might be the stopper game. Or the I don't game know.
2: LeBron goes off.
1: Mm-hmm. In which, I mean, the Cavs haven't played great at home either. So who knows if they'd even get a home home win. You know. But Oracle is still a tough place to play. But um, but yeah, I mean, NBA just kind of out there right now, really. There's yep. a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, you, uh, did, I even get, did you even get to the West yet? My bad. No, no. We, we kind of get off on a team, tangent. That's but, my fault. But uh,
2: another Cavs update, Ty Lue finally changed yeah. the lineup, mm-hmm. which I think it should have been that way from the start. I mean, we heard Kevin Love didn't like playing center in the first place anyways. We've been hearing that for weeks, and they continue to put him out there at the center. It's like the guy doesn't want to do it, and you guys are playing awful. Why wouldn't you do this sooner? Uh, I think it's going to help out, like help things out. But the fact that Jay Crowder, man, he's just so, playing so bad right now. I know now. he really is.
1: I think I think it's a good role from on the uh, off the bench, because uh, then he can play with that second string with uh, D Wade, yeah. Corver, all those guys. I would like to see, dude, Ty Lube, I will would like to see you do this if you tune into my podcast, our podcast, just once huh. a week. I would love to re-listen. Why can't Chetty Osman get some minutes down the stretch? I just don't get it. Like he and him and even Calderon for I mean. If you look at you look when they went on that that uh, what was it 13 14 game you know stretch there right it was guys like Jose Calderon uh, you know chipping in Chetty Osman. every guy on that bench besides that um, uh, Ante Zizek or whatever his name is yeah. only guy didn't play but um I don't know I'd like to see him make a couple changes to that um, I I suggested p- putting Jr on the bench because he's missed he's every shot too. he's missed every shot he's taken so far trade him man. He's missed every shot I've seen him take in the last... Shit, the last month almost, really. But, um, but yeah. And then I read another good article is... Um, the chemistry last year with the guys that... Oh, I am missing another guy, Channing Frye, too. Why can't he pile up a couple more minutes? But, um... Last year when they had Richard Jefferson, I guess... Richard Jefferson was a good... Positive like team, team guy... guy yeah. Around the locker room to have. Uh, which you expect that out, out, out of a veteran who's you been through it all. kind of got that vibe from yeah. him, yeah. And you just go up and get rid of him for... I don't know. I don't even know what he's doing. Right. Hey, who's he playing for? Yeah, you got no. Uh, phew. Man,
3: I forget who, who it was playing
1: for. Yeah, I can't. I I forget who that that was all about. I know it's not a very. It's you know one of those teams you just kind of just kind of gave thing. him to for nothing. said, yeah, here you, know, hey, yeah. hey, you can have him. But but yeah, that kind of the chemistry kind of just you can see that just kind of imploded with that team. You look at other teams around the league. Like you got, I mean, he, heck, you he even got the Thunder. Their chemistry's building up pretty good. The Warriors have always had good chemistry with their players. Um, the, um, the, the Rockets, you know, we always, we, before we even talked about the Rockets where they even played a game, they go, well, CP3 and James Harden, how's that going to work out? Yeah. Well, it's worked out pretty darn good for them so You're far. are too
2: talented for it not to work out. I don't get when people are going to, when have we ever seen superstars get together and it's like, oh, man, this ain't working out, blow it up. Good thing for the Thunder, they waited, and now it's starting to pan out for them. All right. When everybody was saying that it wouldn't work out.
1: Now I want to ask you this, though, Parker. Think of this as um perspective from a Cavs fan if you can try to think about that. Put me in your sh- put uh me in my shoes for a second and think, you know, if you know, you're LeBron's been your guy forever, right? Right. If there's a time where the Cavs need to move on at, from LeBron,
2: is it now? I would say so. With all this stuff going on, he's at, towards the end of his career even though he's not playing like it, but one of these years, it's got to hit him like a ton of bricks, I'd think. You would like assume. Like, all the mileage that he's put on oh, with yeah. the extra playoff minutes and, and e- stuff. And even
1: of late, he hasn't played. Yeah, he's been turning. Every time I
2: watch them, he turns yeah, the ball over I would agree. Lot.
1: And then and then it's like, it's one of those where he turns the ball over, and it's like, somehow, it's somebody else's fault. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, how many how many more times are we going to transfer blame from LeBron James? You know, he's the greatest player ever, but, you know, the guy's going out there and turning the ball over eight times a night, and his teams getting, I mean, I don't know. But I think there's a point in time with the Cavs is. They're going to have to realize, all right, our future for the next, you know, however so many years isn't going to be with LeBron. Right. And you, I don't think they, you know. And, like, this is the that's highest
2: of stocks probably going to be. Exactly. For, like, what are you, you going to wait, three, four years pretty, down the
1: road when he's barely getting double-doubles every night? Or triple I mean, Actually, double-doubles is probably easier for him than a triple-double now, I think. Right. But, I don't know. At, at, at some point, I think the Cavs need to just, you know, say, well, you know, LeBron, you've given us everything you could. You gave us a championship. Um, do what. We are going to express our rights to.
2: You can leave if you want. We're not gonna. You know. We're gonna move on at some point. It'd be nice if he just gave him an answer, man, on whether he's staying or leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, he always. But does. I understand why he's not. Mm-hmm. But he always he always does this to us. He I
1: would say to Cleveland fans, he always leaves us with that one year contract. He always does. Yep. And he, you never know. It's the it's the the unknown about LeBron is. It seems like every year is, is he coming back? Is he coming? Is he coming back? Is LeBron coming back to Cleveland? Right. Well, let's you know, let's use those draft picks now and get guys that are going to come to Cleveland, develop, play at a high level, and then be something. You know, three, four years down the road, maybe earlier. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's kind of frustrating right now as a Cavs fan because you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, who? But hopefully in June they're playing in the or hopefully they're playing pretty well playoff basketball into the into the finals. But uh, you just never know. It's hard telling with this team right now.
2: And going back to your talking about like Richard Jefferson being kind of like a glue guy on the team, I just saw a video the other day. I think they were talking about the fact that they had that meeting where they blamed crap on Kevin Love. Um, there was a video from that Thunder game where he went for a rebound and fell on the ground, and he held out his hand for Jay Crowder like you know pick him up. Crowder looked at him, walked over him, and like kicked his foot on the way to getting the ball. It's like... Come on.
1: Yeah, there just they're just it seems to be no respect for anybody around that team right now. I, I honestly don't understand it. But, um, yeah, that's uh, I guess that's my
2: Cavs rank for the day. Yep. All right. Uh, it's always good to get off my chest. We're done with the Cavs for the day. Uh, now moving on to Team Curry. That team consists of. Team Chef. Uh, Stephen Curry, the Greek Freak, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, James Harden, and that's the starters for that team. And then Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, and Carl anthony Towns. Um, east by 60. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron's <laughs> team looks a lot better. I don't know. Uh, LeBron's better than Steph. I'd take the Greek Freak over Cousins. I'd take Anthony Davis over DeMar DeRozan. I'd take KD over Joel Embiid. I'd probably take Harden over Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's hard to tell because and then you got Russ coming off the bench for yeah. LeBron. Obviously,
1: we know there's not not gonna be a lot of defense played in the All-Star game, so
2: until like the last two minutes, mm-hmm. if the game's close,
1: where that's mostly for you know the fans like, oh, it's foul him just because. But um, but yeah, obviously it's pretty evident that the East team, Team LeBron, is pretty stacked. Uh, they just they had a segment on ESPN. Uh, or TNT, sorry. Um, Ernie was asking questions, and both were kind of hesitant, on asking who to, who they picked first. Which I mean, I would have liked to see them talk about it, obviously, because that's what we want to see. But I think it builds up for next year, and that this that they has to go on TV. Yeah. It so will. we have to see who they pick. But it will eventually. I mean, I, I think the ironic part, and I think you can agree to it. I don't know why I keep going back to the Cavs, but the, when LeBron said the word drama. The irony in what's going on with his team now. Right. He didn't want to bring drama into this. I think he loves
2: drama. I know, that's I, why I got the sense I'm like crap, I'm like, man. did you want I mean like he has his whole career, I think.
1: Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, the teams are definitely picked and they are cemented. Um Yeah, no trades in the in the All Star game. They they don't Steph's like hey, LeBron, I'll give you yeah. I'll give you uh this for that, but it's whatever. I'll trade you one of my rings for Kevin Durant back on my team for one game, but uh, it's whatever. But anyway, uh, any other NBA
0: um, NBA
2: good news you got? We talked about the um, dunk contest participants last time. I got a couple updates on, like, the three-point contest. They're both Warriors guys. Clay Thompson is going to do it again. I think he's, like, a two-time champion, two or one for the three-point contest. And then uh, Curry said he's not going to do it this year. Dang it! Yeah,
1: I was kind of hoping to see him put up some shots. That, Clay, that'd be good battle of two teammates though going yeah. on. Three point count. Clay
2: beat him last time <clears throat> when they both did it. Um, and then some other Warriors news. I don't know if you saw, KD got ejected for the fourth time the other night. I didn't see that. Yeah, he told the ref. He just like looked at him. like, "You're wrong," and he got ejected for that. Um, he ended up apologizing, and the NBA Referees Association Twitter page accepted. Wow. The apology making steps here, and then he got fined 15k today. <laughs> so apparently, apology isn't gonna get it done, guys. You gotta. I think it'd you be cool. Watch what you do. I think it'd be
1: cool for the NBA to be like, all right, can we find these reps for making you know bad ejections?
2: Right. Yeah. Like you made a terrible ejection. Sorry, we're gonna take that out of your paycheck. Funny thing <laughs> is, KD has more ejection uh, ugh, ejections this year than any other NBA team like overall. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey man, uh the Warriors have eight. The next closest team has three. I know the Cavs have
1: a lot. Really? IT's already racked up two or three and is <laughs>
2: sitting back. Little gremlins, feisty, huh?
1: Oh I know. A little lollipop gills. <laughs> little
2: lollipop gill action on the court, but um Joe Kim Noah <laughs> left the Knicks like out of nowhere, kinda like Derek Rose did like a year ago. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks anymore, man. No too much, speaking of drama, there's too much drama there too. Oh, yeah. no. Um, uh, feel like there's always been though. Yeah.
1: I mean, shoot, Carmelo was usually the center of that. But now it's still going on even without him, so <clears throat> just got of question where that organization's at right now, but time will tell on that one.
2: That's, uh, that's all we got. NBA.
1: <clears throat> NBA pre-short docket tonight with the, uh, the bruisers on the NBA court. Uh, next, we're going to move on to uh, we had a uh, pretty, pretty deep, uh, pretty deep topic though uh, that just happened in the uh, in the world. Don't really like to bring a lot of politics into this, but um, it, it is
2: sports related. So. Yeah, it's
1: pretty sports related because uh, an Olympic a uh, tra- train or trainer. Um, don't really want to say his name because uh, I don't want to have that man's name in my mouth right now. After what's going on, he. Got a 175 jail sentence, which is uh, rightfully deserved. I think it was on top of the uh, 125 victims that came out, plus the um, 50, 60 years he was serving for that child pornography thing. But anyway, uh, good to see a guy like that behind bars. Don't ever want him to see the light of day ever again. Um, but I think a lot of back of it is now is how the um, what do I say? The people on the was it the committee on the Olympics kind of shoved it.
2: Aside, yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. They kind of so, hit it Penn State style. Yeah. Uh, no pun intended there. Yeah. Right? But, um,
1: but yeah, I think uh, you'll see something come out of that, you would think. I would hope so. You got
2: multiple life sentences. There was like 150 victims. Yeah. That is... That's oh a lot. Oh, my God. That's yeah. terrible. I mean... Good for those victims that
1: came out and said what they needed to say, because you know you can't let that kind of shit happen no. every day. That's just not right. Um, pretty much ruined his career, ruined his life, <clears throat> as oh, we yeah. know he's it. He's dying in prison. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that, that. That was pretty big news in the sports world. I know the sports world hasn't really covered it, which I mean, CNN and all those you know yeah. news webs, uh, channels and websites. They were have. all over yeah. it. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, moving on from that, uh, we got some baseball, actually. Yeah, Hall of Fame class announced yesterday. A mm-hmm. couple of guys that we got to watch. Uh, Jimmy Tome. Yep, Jim Tome, uh, Trevor Hoffman, Vlad Guerrero, who in this class is my favorite. I loved Vlad Guerrero. No batting gloves. No, no batting glove. Vlad. Hitting home runs off the bounce. Like, off the bounce. That was nuts. Uh, and then Chipper Jones, who is considered the headliner mm-hmm. of this Hall of Fame class. Chipper uh he is a great third baseman for the Braves. He was back always in the a day. chipper guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I uh, Jude uh, Neary told me yesterday that there's a rumor that Chipper Jones was always drunk or hungover every base, like pretty much every baseball game. And now he's a Hall of play. Famer. Yeah, now he's a Hall of Famer.
1: <laughs> Take notes, kids. Right. Just kidding. Don't do that.
2: <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's a good class. Yep, Edgar Martinez was like just short of getting in, which he has been the last couple of years. So. Maybe next year, Edgar. Who knows? I don't have that many memories of Edgar Martinez, really. Me Um, But then we got, uh, we were just talking about not many teams making moves. Uh, As of today, the Brewers, uh, they traded for Christian Yelich from the Marlins. The Marlins have now successfully traded every big piece on their team away, it feels like. So
1: expect the Marlins to win 10 games
2: uh, this upcoming (laughs) season. (laughs) Right. And then right before we started, uh, the Brewers signed Lorenzo Cain to a five-year deal. So, I mean, they were close to winning that NL Central this year when not many people expected them to compete with the Cubs mm-hmm. and, like, the Cardinals. And uh, it's looking like next year, maybe in some people's minds, uh, if the Cubs don't bring Arietta back, Brewers might be the favorites to win the Central. I think, did they sign Darvish or were they just in talks? I can't remember. I think
1: they were just in talks. But I think the team that probably could have a good chance at the Central this year is the Cardinals. They made some pretty big off offseason moves. I forget the pitcher they had. Um, they just, they got, I think it was a bullpen guy. Uh, shoot, I wish I could remember. Uh, they just
2: traded away uh, Randall Gritchick, I saw the other day, to the Blue Jays for some minor league pieces. Uh, they got Ozuna from the Marlins. The Marlins fire mm-hmm. sale. Yeah. literally <laughs> yep. just you, if you want them
1: you can have them get out <laughs> go i'm dj
2: i'm running this crap <clears throat> but uh yeah that's all the baseball i got i can't wait for pitchers and catchers and spring training to start get going you oh know? i know
1: you get that baseball feel you get that itch it got that itch going um yeah it's very soon though pitchers and catchers um, which is, yeah, like we talked about, Park and I were, like you said, we are talking off the air about the type of deals that haven't really been struck yet with a lot of these big guys, and uh, but I'm sure sooner or later they will be. I feel like you kind of would have to going right. into pitchers and
2: catchers meeting, but yeah. And then Vlad Guerrero is going to be the first like player to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I thought he would have chose Expos, but he was... I think he won an MVP, or he's close to winning an MVP with the Angels, so I don't understand uh-huh. why he'd want to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I just think a guy that doesn't wear batting gloves is automatic Hall of Fame bid.
1: Right. Come on, man. Dude His hit. Dude, dude, hit. Dude hitting tank line drives with no batting gloves? Come on, that's a man. That's a man's job. Oh, yeah. His son's supposed to be a stud, too. Prospect. I'm um, not making my kid wear batting gloves. Like, listen... You can get all the blisters you want on your finger. You're not wearing batting gloves, dude. Look at Vlad. Right. Look, I'm going to tell him, look at Vlad.
2: Vladimir Guerrero. And he'll show you how to hit the ball. It'll turn you into a man, kid. Oh, yeah. Um, Looking ahead to next year's possible guys. I mean, you got Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Um, God, I don't want Barry to get Kurt Schilling, Scott Rowland, Manny Ramirez, Edgar Martinez. Scott
1: Rowland. God, that's a... That's a great name right there. Scott Rowland. I love Scott Rowland back in the day. I know. It's funny because the dude, the dude played for the Cardinals for the longest time. Then he goes to play for the arch-rival Cincinnati Reds. Reds yeah. And I remember that whole brawl that went down between the Cardinals and <clears throat> Reds when uh, Scott Rowland was actually on the Reds at that point. Uh, Johnny Cueto put a cleat through Adam Wainwright's skull almost. <laughs> um, I, I, It's funny because I had tickets. Or I was going to go to that game and didn't mm-hmm. go. And... Uh, I didn't awesome. see, yeah, I didn't see that bra, but uh, yeah, Scott Rowland,
2: great name. Who else did you say? Roy uh, Holiday, Andrew Jones. He used to play for the Braves. Todd Helton's first; it'll be his first time on the ballot. Andy Pettit, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, uh, Mariano Rivera. I'd like to see Rivera get in. I think he will. Uh, Lance Berkman, Roy Oswalt, Miguel Tejada. I mean, those are all names oh, that yeah. we grew up with when we were oh, real, yeah. real little tikes, you know.
1: Young Tykes trying to hit the ball. I I can remember watching Barry Bonds a lot, dude. He was he was a heck of a player, but I don't know. The whole steroid thing gets me, man. It doesn't get
2: me. Uh, I'm paying to watch the best form of sports that I want, and if you're gonna take steroids to better yourself, like that's on you. If you end up Getting, perishing yeah. at an early age.
1: Yeah. I don't know. But there's a downfall. You can <clears throat> take them after you, you know. It's after not, you're done. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But um.
1: But, yeah, Parker had a lot of great <coughs> Hall of Fame names for the next uh, draftees. But, um, I hate how
2: stingy the MLB is with their Hall of Fame because I feel like all those guys I named like are deserving mm-hmm. of getting in. Mm-hmm. And they won't. They won't all end up getting in.
1: Yeah, which sucks because, like, obviously you think of Hall of Fame no matter what sport it is. Those are a select guy, the, the select few. And it makes it more like, you know, if you get in there, it means more than just letting, you know, Everyone get, you know what I mean? Get everyone getting in it kind of means more to you, but yeah. yeah. But I think, like Parker said, a lot. All those guys are very deserving, but it'd be very. It's gonna be interesting who they put in.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. But uh, that's gonna do it for some uh, MLB talk. Unless you had something to wrap it up with? Nope. No, nothing. No. Wow. Nice. Nice. Nada. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, so yeah, we're just you know scooting along right across this podcast. Be kind of a slow day for both of us. Uh, I don't know if you could tell in our voice, but you know, yeah. it's been a long day. Um, but the move move on to NCAA men's basketball for a little quick tune up here. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines are on set to take the Purdue Boilermakers right now on ESPN. Uh, halftime is well, actually that was over a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is there's seven minutes to go in the second half in the game. Actually, uh, Michigan is down 68-72. Uh, this is the second con- contest between these two teams. Uh, the first one was in Ann Arbor on a questionable uh, late foul call for um. Against Michigan that sent um, their big, uh, Purdue's big man, I forget which one it was, to the line. S- made a free throw, missed one. And then uh, Michigan almost hit the buzzer beater at half court. Uh, didn't happen. Uh, another team in action tonight, the uh, Penn State Nitty Lions. Uh, very nitty and very vicious. Vicious, uh, taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Uh, Buckeyes are down 25-16 right now. Really slow start. I think at one point it was uh, 6-12. to It was very low uh, not a lot of points by the Buckeyes right now. Hopefully yeah. the Buckeyes keep the streak going. If not, I mean, what well, a run! What a run it's right. been. I guess um, you don't want anything to come to an end, but at some point you're gonna have to lose, and they're gonna have to take off the take on the Boilermakers, and at the end of the season, Michigan at some point again. So yeah. uh, look for the those games on the docket uh, coming up. But um, I think what was it last night. Or a couple nights ago, we were talking. Um, shoot, Oklahoma won a couple nights ago. Against I think Ken- yeah. Kentucky pulled out another close one uh, at home. Uh, it was uh, very close. I th- I, I want to believe that they won that game. Who are but they playing? I don't even. I-, I I was watching it, but then like you know, I was like, "Oh, Kentucky's playing." I'm turning off. <laughs> but, I mean, I didn't really care uh, in the moment. I think it was just uh, recently, actually. It might have been a Wednesday or a Tuesday night. Um, yeah, I think it might have been after one of the podcasts. Oh, they
2: beat Mississippi State by thirteen. Yeah, yeah uh, it was close Tuesday. for a while.
1: Um, Ooh, they got West Virginia Saturday. Yeah.
2: at West Virginia.
1: I, I'm I, I'm thinking West Virginia might win that game. Probably. Yeah. Uh, at home, West Virginia play a lot of hard defense. Kentucky just doesn't look look like a good Kentucky team right now. Right. But I don't know. I think I think uh, actually looking at looking at the the men's basketball schedule. Uh, and all everything you know after it i think it's starting to it's starting to pick up a lot yeah uh, for sure i know i know football nfl runs really late into the college basketball season so football's like ticking away and then uh you know if you can get into college basketball as early as you can that's good because you know march will be here as soon as you know it i mean a lot of these teams are pretty deep in their schedule in terms of conference play so um a lot of th- a lot of things at stake uh, late in their season but um uh, they had actually I was looking today Parker they had the first uh, NBA uh, They not the first but they had a mock draft out again today mm-hmm. I don't know if you looked at it at all uh-uh. uh, obviously Trey uh Trey young was uh, on that um on that high board yeah. I couldn't uh, I couldn't really look um I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to spit it out of my mouth as best I can but um, I guess the highlight, a uh, highlight, high. What I, the headline? Sorry, was it's like NBA mock draft, but it all said was Trey Young rising, and then uh, Don, Don Sick, is that How you say it? Donkic. Donkic. Yeah,
2: Donkic. Donkey.
1: Donkey. Yeah. Uh, and the Nets pick. So I didn't really get to read that much of it. Um, it's it's <coughs> all gonna depend if what the, what the Cavs do to trade up. If you trade to get that pick, you keep the Nets pick. Who they take or who the team that wants them to take. Uh, once let's trade that pick to get maybe a Trey Young or someone, um, but I think Trey Young will be the first point guard gone. Obviously, oh, yeah. you have to assume it, it'll that. either be
2: him or Sexton, I guess.
1: Yeah, but in in my in my mind right now, I'm probably thinking Trey Young will be the first first point guard to go. Um, he's pretty pretty prolific player. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, watched him the other night. He was really efficient, and he got his teammates involved. Oh yeah. He's not just some guy who drops 40 every night. He can also get the other guys involved. He made some nice passes, some up-and-under passes I saw underneath the hoop, which looked pretty sweet.
1: Mm. Um, I want to see more of the uh, – Who was it Mon, Monmouth a couple years ago? The bench guys? I want to see more that of that. Did all that I want to see more stuff. of that yeah. stuff in college basketball. Um, bring it to back. Come tournament time. Oh, yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, I, know th- I know there's one guy for the, the uh, Buckeyes. He's, uh, he was a walk-on. He made the team – um, he uh, he, had, he had his own like Twitter fan page for uh, Columbus and he uh, always they call him towel guy or something like that but yeah what what a great name to be remembered by if you're, uh, you're a towel yeah <laughs> but um but yeah I don't really have a whole lot of college basketball there's a lot of games going on if you yeah. just want to tune in to ESPN you'll probably catch a couple of them
2: Duke and Virginia Saturday at 2 o'clock on CBS I believe that'll be a good game mm-hmm. to check out for you guys over the weekend and then uh Celtics Warriors are also on ABC uh, Saturday 8.30. So a couple good games to watch there over mm-hmm. the weekend. Indeed, indeed. Uh, just tune in, college basketball or NBA.
1: It's heating if, up. Yeah, it is heating up in the um, the basketball um, world. <clears throat> like I said, NFL is winding down. <clears throat> Tom Brady's taking it into his own hands at this point. Uh, and Bill, Billy Belichick in the uh, Pats. Um, But, yeah, that's, I'm really out of words for the night right now. I don't know what else to talk about.
2: My wish for this NFL offseason is that we don't hear about the Jets every day, you know? <laughs> yeah. like they've always been bad, but ESPN still talks about them all the time. They're not even the probably Her- It's probably Herm. Yeah, probably. When she's gone <laughs> yeah, now, so it's probably so maybe they won't talk about him. Her- like, Herm's got a hard-on for the Jets. Even when the Giants were winning two Super Bowls with Coughlin and Eli Manning, ESPN still continue to talk about Rex Ryan and the Jets, who just went like nine and seven. Yeah, it was so annoying.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously any off season is a good off season depending on how it goes for a lot of sports teams, but um, but yeah, I would look for the NFL to be a pretty good off season of this year. Um, in terms of where which quarterback goes where. Yeah. You know, uh, um, I was reading today as well. You're talking uh, about
2: Baker of the Browns. Number yeah. One.
1: Um, yeah. So. Just to let the fans know, we're done talking about NCAA men's basketball. Uh, we're going to close our segment on that. Uh, now we're going to just open it up for a couple of last pointy thoughts. We're going to end this podcast a little early tonight. Didn't have a lot on the docket to talk about. Uh, not a lot of you know good you know story generators besides the uh, the All Star pickums and for the uh, you know couple 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 games for NCAA men's basketball and a couple hot headlines. But but yeah, I was reading today. What what do the red do the Redskins if they want to keep Kirk Cousins? You know they need to do it and then yeah. build around him because I mean you look at their team never had Kirk never really had that weapon you know that that wide receiver that's stud. What Terrell Pryor's not stud? I mean, come on man, <laughs> I think I think Terrell Pryor's run his course in the NFL. Yeah, you're probably sadly ready. to say, but uh, especially being a former Buckeye, but sadly to say he's probably run his course. Uh, but it, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, your good point about Baker Mayfield. The only thing I'm getting wrapped around is all they're saying is, oh, the guy's a winner.
2: I knew, when I saw that, when somebody asked, what do you look for a QB, when they asked the Browns GM, he's like, does he win? No I kidding. Thought, <laughs> I thought Rosen didn't win, Darnold didn't really win in college, uh, Josh Allen definitely didn't win in college at Wyoming, and like, you know who is in the uh, talks for like a first round pick? Baker Mayfield. What did he do in college? He won.
1: Yeah, and they were so talking was, about. Um, they were talking about the first thing Baker Mayfield did. Someone said when he was watching, uh, I forget some sports writer. He goes, <clears throat> first thing Baker Mayfield did when he got on that campus, he knew the playbook in two weeks." Well, to be honest, it's not really hard to know the Browns' playbook. It's, um, you know, run on first down, get stopped for three yards, uh, run a two-yard out route with your tight end, uh, maybe for another yard, and then run it up the gut for another, t- you know, half a yard, and then punt it.
2: Are you talking about? Um... Todd Haley offense? Or are you oh, no, I'm talking traditional about traditional Browns.
1: I'm talking about traditional Browns offense. Oh. <laughs> Which, going back to Todd Haley, though, I, um, I don't know. I listen to uh, that sports podcast that my buddy has in there. Are a lot of, lot, lot, lot of, He's a Steelers fan, and uh, he's got a lot of Steelers buddies he talks to. Um, really hating on the Browns, this Todd Haley thing. But uh, I, I think it could be good for him. I don't want to say the word hating, but, you know, kind of just, I think it was one of those Steelers fans like, oh, we don't need him. Yeah, We're yeah. better. But I just I think look at the look at the off look at the offenses he's had at Pittsburgh they're pretty good offenses yeah uh, I, it's gonna be interesting to see him coming to the Browns now with um you know a really bad offense how can he turn that around right obviously it starts in the draft in April so you pick an Oklahoma State wide receiver is uh I think they were talking the number one wide receiver to go um uh, oh. boy from Stillwater but uh, nonetheless any closing
2: points Parker. Uh, nope I think I'm done
1: Parker's done you 40, sure?
2: 45 minutes huh
1: see that's how you get it done right there yeah 45 minutes started at started about you know eight something
2: like that ish,
1: yeah. yeah got got the little ball and chain uh, rolling here but uh <sighs> but that's gonna do it for today's podcast Thursday On this fine Thursday January 25th uh make sure you go on um go on anchor. Actually, I would um, prefer you download the Anchor app and get it on your phone or tablet, whatever you need to do. And uh, those videos are up. Those podcast uh, audios are uploaded directly after the show. Uh, My bad with the uploading. I figured out that I have to add the station on the app so you can listen to the full thing. Uh, But nonetheless, when you do open up the app and click on the podcast, all you have to do is scroll over from segment to segment. They are all there. I promise you, you can listen to them. I listened to them last night. Uh, Not the whole way through, sorry. But um, they're all there. I promise you. But uh, go check us out on Anchor. Uh, Give us a listen and let us know your comments, feedback. Uh, We'd love to hear your questions as always. Uh, Stay classy, Define. Stay classy, America. We will see you Tuesday. January 25th is a Thursday in Defiance, Ohio. Here we are in the studio. I'm joined with my co-host, Parker. How- How Howdy you doing, ho, Parker? folks. Howdy ho, indeed. He beat me to it this time. Nah. Sly dog, you. Uh, not joined by Thomas Winker tonight. I don't know what he's doing. It must be something pretty important, but that's okay, nonetheless. Um, if he calls in or something later, we'll definitely get the man on the show, obviously. But, um, yeah. A little breakdown for tonight's uh, podcast. Not a whole lot of stuff on the docket tonight, but, you know, nonetheless, we'll make probably make something out of it, uh, make it a good show. Uh, we have, you know, XFL. Who, who would have ever thought we'd talk about XFL right. football? Um, you know, some uh, <clears throat> NBA talk. Uh, the recent All-Star uh, just came out. The teams. Uh, some college basketball and some baseball. Yeah. Uh, I actually just got an update about some baseball too, so. Brewers making moves, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, after, uh, Tuesday night's podcast, um, Parker and I were kind of talking and we go, there really is a lot of guys out there on the baseball market that haven't signed contracts yeah, yet. I mean, it's names. kind of been slow, slow developing process, because, I mean, pitchers and catchers report pretty soon. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but I'm, I'm sure some of those deals will get finalized pretty soon. But nonetheless, let's just kick it off, Parker, um wish we had an XFL, like, soundtrack, you know, like a right. song. But I don't know if they have that. So, what um, do you got? I'm sure it's about Money Man.
2: Yeah, uh, isn't it Vince McMahon's the one that's bringing it back? Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be here for another couple years, but it'll be a fun... There's going to be eight teams. Um, I hope they bring back a couple guys who are, like, retired or mm-hmm. didn't really get a shot, like Johnny. Obviously, Johnny would be the face of oh, the yeah. if he got that's what, that's what they're trying to do. <clears throat> I saw him tweet something about, like, he's not eligible to play in the XFL, which I hope he's being sarcastic and yeah. joking.
1: I don't know what you uh, is considered eligible to play in the, uh, the XFL anyway. Yeah, like, right. what I don't know what the criteria is, so.
2: Um, but I looked at a list of names that Bleacher Report put out, like names that the XFL should go after to get into their league, and up there with Johnny was uh, Tim Tebow. Really? I, I don't know if Tim would even do that. Yeah, I don't know. He's, from my uh, Observation: He's still playing baseball, right? Yeah, he is. He uh, got invited to spring training, which is a joke. But yeah,
1: I mean, honestly, I don't think I don't see him doing it. But I wouldn't be surprised if he does do it. It just doesn't seem like a Tebow move mm-hmm. because
2: I don't know. I'm uh, surprised.
1: Um, you know, some of these coaches at these colleges haven't tried to get him on their staff or something like that. Right? You know, for college football, obviously, but um who knows i don't know it could happen but i mean he's he, got it made right now. yeah he, he anyway. really really does he's he's an he's an analyst for all college sports i mean he loves what he does he plays baseball i, I would consider in his spare time yeah right. when he wants to um so yeah but
2: yeah that's all i got for the xfl i mean it'd be nice if it was more successful than its first go-round
1: yeah we could talk about them you know right it could be introduced in the podcast somehow
2: we could be the official podcast of the XFL. X- yeah.
1: <laughs> we talk about it enough. Sign a deal and contract, we're we're good. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, moving on next. Um. Uh, yeah. There's your hot topic for the X- XFL. If you're looking for it tonight, fans. Um.
2: but we got? Then Levions. Yeah. Parker wants to talk talks. some NFL. Yeah. Contract talks. Le'Veon Bell. Um. Take us. I mean, I. Don't... I guess the Steelers are setting the deadline for. I guess the contract talks right now are going better than expected. That's and, good for Steelers, right? And the deadline's February twentieth, so still got a whole another month. But I'd be surprised if they didn't work something out.
1: Yeah, especially the guy like him. He said, "He's like, listen, I want to be here as much as anybody, you know, on this team, obviously." But I think I think he threw out the the term retirement and stuff like that, just uh, to just scare him. Yeah, maybe put some fear in the uh, the owner's eyes a little bit. Say, "Oh, we gotta get this guy. We gotta give him some money." But he definitely deserves some some sort of hefty cash.
2: Yeah. I mean, I just saw a little bit ago. Uh, they're obviously in Hawaii right now for the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge stuff, which is going on tonight on ESPN. And then the game Sunday. It was like a group of Le'Veon, uh, Antonio Brown, and a couple other uh, AFC teammates. And he's just rhyming off the top of his head, and every single line's about money. Like oh geez man, wonder if you want to get paid for something. Yeah. Oh, I mean who doesn't? Right, no, but I don't know. he's
1: uh, I guess he, I guess right now he's one of those. I guess they're all athletes are like that, but he's one of those right now where he's very vibrant about his money. Right, and it's like do we get it, we get you what your contracts. Which is what all, what's what all these guys want. But I, I think in the end, I think the Steelers find a way to get him on the team, get him a good deal, a good a decent contract. I'm saying, what do you think was a three year, three year contract?
2: Yeah. I Three mean, you can't k- sign him too long with yeah. the, the way NFL backs are these days, how durable they are. And he's one of those guys
1: who, you know, banged up here and there. Yeah, yeah. Don't know what you're going to get from him. A lot. I mean, you know what you're going to get from him on the, on the field,
2: but. And, heck, the next time if he gets caught with, like, drugs, he might be suspended half a season. I mean, I probably should know. Who's their who's backup to Le'Veon? Um, it's, uh. Sorry, sorry to put uh, you on the spot. To, to sign. Uh, oh, okay um, Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not very good. Or Steven Ridley, who Mm -hmm. used to play for the Pats. But, yeah, they'll probably re-sign him, Mm -hmm. I'd expect. Especially
1: with those two featured backs. You probably don't look down the road with those guys. Right. So, you kind of would assume that you'd get Le'Veon Bell on board here. But, that's all the NFL you got. I mean, the Pro Bowl this weekend. Tune into it if you want. Probably not a lot of hard-hitting going on. Yeah, I'm not going to. I haven't in years. I think... uh, I don't know if it was last year, a couple years ago. It did start to get pretty physical in late, not late, but probably mid game, a little, little, little here and there. But obviously, uh, don't want to end someone's career right. over a over a stupid Pro Bowl game.
2: They were talking about ending the Pro Bowl like for good yeah. a couple years ago. I think they should have, to be honest. I wonder. I think I'm gonna look this one up actually.
1: Um, I don't know if you know. Parker, um, the most points scored in a Pro Bowl game?
2: Uh Uh-uh. It's got to be probably 50-something to 40-something, I'm guessing. Yeah, I can't... Because that's the way it's been trending the last couple years. You you got guys playing positions that they don't actually play in real games, too. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah, uh... but I mean... I don't know. You don't expect to... A
1: lot of defense in the Pro Bowl. just a lot. It's kind of like the All-Star game, NBA.
2: Right, which hopefully
1: with the new format, that'll change. Hopefully will be a little bit more competitive. Yeah, you would assume, especially with the all the new uh, ingredients they added this year with it. But speaking of that, let's just move right into the NBA. Uh, yeah. Right now we have the Washington Wizards on the road against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, the Thunder are playing pretty well. Yeah, um, as of late, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I think the most recent one I can think of, obviously in my head, is the 140 point game against the Cavs. Uh, They really haven't looked back from that. Stephen Adams has played some pretty big minutes underneath for him. A lot played pretty good. Obviously he's a starter, but um, uh, guys like Paul George starting to get into it. You know, getting into his rhythm, scoring a lot of points. Uh, Takes a lot of pressure off Russ and Carmelo, I'm sure. Yeah. You got a guy like him just scoring on all cylinders, like almost day in and day out. So,
2: Melo is like starting to really step up in his diminished role, too. He's starting to fit in now, which is nice to see because it was starting to look like it wasn't going to work out. And that was kind of going to ruin his uh, reputation a little bit more coming from a New York team that wasn't very good all the years that he was there.
1: Yeah. The spotlight was predominantly on him. Yeah. Except for the last couple years, it was kind of. Hey man, Kristaps. But now it's now it's Christie's team. Yep, which that's not looking as good as it nope. did at the beginning of the year either. No, but uh, but yeah, that's the key game for tonight, really. Um, Thunder versus Wizards. Kind of
2: an off night for the NBA. I think yeah, the I think I think
1: the, the I think this 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 uh, I'm gonna call it a snake draft kind of took over the uh, highlight of the the night I would say
2: yeah the Warriors and the Timberwolves play for this too which that's a oh big game because right now the Timberwolves are tied with the Spurs for the third seed in the West right now
1: see that's a game where I'm gonna be probably probably so sleeping, sleeping but yeah. you know sometimes sometimes you know I wish that was an eight o'clock game but I'd watch it right. but uh, tonight on a night like tonight you know gotta gotta get my uh, beauty sleep for tomorrow for the big Friday I
2: got but you know. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, nonetheless, the All-Star teams were uh, selected. Yep. Uh, they were announced at 7 o'clock on TNT. Team LeBron versus Team Steph. Uh, you just want me to read off the lineups? Go for it. Uh, LeBron had the first pick, and his lineup is, he has DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. That will be the starting five for Team LeBron. And then his reserves are LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Kevin Love, Victor Oladipo, Chris Pauls, Porzingis, John Wall, and Russ Westbrook. Uh, you look at this. Obviously, the third, the like, first thing that popped, like, caught my eye was the fact that he's got Kyrie on his team, especially with all the stuff that went down over the summer. Um, and he's just,
1: got Kevin on his bench, so Kevin, Kyrie, yeah. and LeBron all back together. Well, Kyrie back with his. Uh, I won't say, I'm not gonna say friends, but his old teammates. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and then. Uh, the thing is, I saw today that um, Kyrie said that he wouldn't have even played for the Cavs if they had kept him. He was going to have knee surgery that would have put him out for the rest of the season. Wow. And, hmm, I didn't uh, hear that. Yeah, I read it on Bleacher Report today. Uh, it was the knee that he injured in the 2015 finals. Like, some was still wrong with his kneecap. So he's probably going to get that done over the offseason, they said. Now. I would
1: assume, yeah. Probably smart deal now. It, yeah, it probably would have been kind of dumb to get traded to the Celtics, and then I uh, got a knee injury. Sorry, right. guys. And then they lose Gordon Hayward that first game, so that really would have set him back.
2: But like a big reason why he wanted to leave is I also saw a Lebron wanted to trade Kyrie and a couple other guys Pubs. to get Paul George. Yeah, I saw yeah. that
1: too. Uh, I don't know if um, you know, I I, look, I saw that last night. I I, I came up with my bleacher report on my phone, and I'm thinking, you know. Was this said by some guy who thought that was the case? I'm sure right. it was the case, but, you know, did LeBron actually come out and say that? Probably not. No. I mean, you would think, I mean, maybe he did, I don't know, but a lot of these sports writers are kind of, they like to, you know, get a rise out of these athletes and see what they actually say when something's presented to them. Yeah,
2: because that's what gets people to read your stuff.
1: And Yeah, and that's why those guys write. they That's their job to write about stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure that was the case, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, why not? You, would you not? Would you rather want a guy than Paul George, or would you settled for Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, and all those guys?
2: You got to change it up somehow, though, because obviously the team that you had constructed wasn't getting it done to win a championship, like your organization's goal is. So
1: yeah, and if you look at it, to run it back, the with impact, the, same team. the impact Paul George would have had on the Cavs,
2: and the impact
1: obviously now that it and them have had granted it's you know. You know, he's slowly getting back into but,
2: um... Paul George is, like, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate, though. Like, that would really help the Cavs right now, considering how bad oh, they yeah. are defensively. Oh, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. But, um... But, uh, I don't know. The
1: the, the, the the recent struggles from the Cavs, um, though, I'm not really going to get into this, but I still think, uh, I was thinking about this the other night, because I've been, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, hearing a lot of things, reading a lot of things on Twitter, whatever, social media, you name it. Um... I still do think they're the they're they're gonna make the finals.
2: Oh yeah, probably.
1: I still just don't think, you know those those last you know a couple months you know between you know g- early June and something it's just it's gonna be you know playoff Cavs. Back, hopefully you know that's what you, you want to say. But it's kind of hard to tell in January. But because I mean you got teams the Celtics. I mean they beat the Clippers last night, but yeah. they kind of hit a skid there. I don't, a
2: I don't think the Cavs are gonna sweep through the East like. they Oh no, yeah. Cavs, and you, so. I think you made
1: that point too. I I definitely agree with that. It's, yeah, it's not going to be easy. They probably won't go anything under five.
2: Right. Or if it stopped well, at five. The first round probably will. Yeah. Uh,
1: five and up might be the projection for, you know,
2: the the next couple of rounds, obviously. But, yeah, you know, um, which will be a nice change. Even if we get the same two teams in the finals as we have the last three years, it'd be nice if uh, the Spurs or the Rockets took the Warriors to seven games. And then for the Cavs and the Celtics to be competitive, too. I mean, last year it really wasn't. Mm-hmm.
1: And I guess I um, listen to my uh, buddy's podcast. Uh, shout out Mo in the Morning, Casey McKay, and all them. The guys, they do a great job. <clears throat> but they you know they, they had some pretty interesting topics. Uh, one of their guys uh, was on the show last night. He was a call-in. And I guess I, guess I kind of agreed with him uh, in a sense that we really haven't seen this trade pan out yet because, you know, IT was injured. So it hasn't really – you've only seen, you know – not even a full month of it, right? You know what I mean? It's not really, you know, kind of panned out yet. Granted, yeah, we're, you know, not we're deep in the NBA season, but I don't think we're that deep yet where we can make assumptions. But obviously it's, right now it's hurting the Cavs uh, because of IT's injury. But, you know, it's hard to tell still. You know, January's not over yet. Yeah. But I just think teams like the Warriors are just like, you know, in their mind, you're just kind of like, wow, this is going to be a cakewalk. Oh, for the East, it's going to be a cakewalk. Because yeah. I still don't think the Cavs have a, a godly chance. of. The, they might beat the Warriors one game in the finals. That's it. And God knows what game it might be. It might be a, the stopper game. Or the game know.
2: LeBron goes off.
1: Mm-hmm. In which, I mean, the Cavs haven't played great at home either. So who knows if they'd even get a home home win. You know. But Oracle is still a tough place to play. But um, but yeah, I mean, NBA just kind of out there right now, really. Yep. There's a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, you, did, I even get, did you even get to the West yet? My bad. No, no. We kind, we kind of get off team, on a tangent. That's but, my
2: fault. Uh, another Cavs update. Ty Lue finally changed yeah. the lineup, <laughs> which I think it should have been that way from the start. I mean, we heard Kevin Love didn't like playing center in the first place anyways. We've been hearing that for weeks, and they continue to put him out there at the center. It's like, the guy doesn't want to do it, and you guys are playing awful. Why wouldn't you do this sooner? Uh, I think it's going to help out, like help things out. But the fact that Jay Crowder, man, he's just so, playing so bad right now. I know now. he
1: really is. I think I think that's a good role from on the uh, off the bench, because uh, then he can play with that second string with uh, D Wade, yeah. Corver, all those guys. I would like to see, dude, Tyloo. I will, would like to see you do this if you tune into my podcast, our podcast, just once <laughs> a week. I would love to re-listen. Why can't Chetty Osman get some minutes down the stretch? I just don't get it. Like he and him and even Calderon, for I mean. If you look at you look when they went on that that uh, what was it thirteen fourteen game you know stretch there right it was guys like Jose Calderon uh, you know chipping in Chetty Osman. every guy on that bench besides that um, uh, Ante Zizek or whatever his name is yeah. only guy that didn't play but um I don't know I'd like to see him make a couple changes to that um, I I suggested p- putting Jr on the bench because he's missed he's every shot too. he's missed every shot he's taken so far trade him man. He's missed every shot I've seen him take in the last shit the last month almost really, but um, but yeah. And then I read another good article is um, the chemistry last year with the guys that oh I'm missing another guy Channing Frye too. Why can't he pile? up a couple more minutes. But um, last year when they had Richard Jefferson, I guess Richard Jefferson was a good positive like team, team guy, guy yeah, around yeah. the locker room to have, uh, which you expected out, out out of a veteran who's you been through got it all. That vibe from yeah. Him, yeah, and you just go up and get rid of him for. I don't know. I don't even know what he's doing. Right. Hey, who's he playing for?
2: Yeah, you got no... Oh, uh, forget who, who he was, was playing for. Yeah, I
1: can't. I I forget who that that was all about. I know it's not a very. It's you know one of those teams. You just kind of just kind of gave him two for nothing. Yeah, said, you know, yeah. here you can have him. But but yeah, that kind of the chemistry kind of just you can see that and just kind of imploded with that team. You look at other teams around league. Like he got. I mean, you, heck, you even got the Thunder. Their chemistry's building up pretty good. The Warriors have always had good chemistry with their players. Um, the, um, the, the Rockets, you know, we always, we, before we even talked about the Rockets where they even played a game, they go, well, CP3 and James Harden, how's that going to work out? Yeah. Well, it's worked out pretty darn good for them so They're far. You're too
2: talented for it not to work out. I don't get when people are going to, when have we ever seen superstars get together and it's like, oh, man, this ain't working out, blow it up. Good thing for the Thunder, they waited, and now it's starting to pan out for them All right. when everybody was saying that it wouldn't work out.
1: Now I want to ask you this, though, so Parker. Think of this as um, perspective from a Cavs fan, if you can try to think about that. Put me in your sh- put be uh, in my shoes for a second and think. You know, if you know, you're, Lebron's been your guy forever, right? Right. If there's a time where the Cavs need to move on at, from Lebron, is it now?
2: I would say so. With all this stuff going on. He's at, towards the end of his career, even though he's not playing like it, but. One of these years, it's got to hit him like a ton of bricks, I'd think. You would like assume. all the mileage that he's put on oh, with yeah. the extra playoff minutes and, and e- stuff. And even of late, he hasn't played. Yeah, he's been turning. Every time I watch them, he turns the yeah, ball
1: over. I would a agree. Lot. And then, and then it's like it's one of those where he turns the ball over, and it's like somehow it's somebody else's fault. Yeah, yeah, it's like how many how many more times are we gonna transfer blame from LeBron James? You know, he's the greatest player ever, but you know the guy's going out there and turning the ball over eight times a night, and his team's getting. I mean, I don't know, but I think there's a point in time with the Cavs is. They're gonna have to realize, all right, our future for the next, you know, however so many years, isn't gonna be with LeBron. Right. And you, I don't think they, you and know, like this is the that's highest
2: the stock's probably gonna be. Exactly. For, like, what, are you, what are you gonna wait three, four years bigger.
1: down the road when he's barely getting double doubles every night or triple? I mean, actually, a double double is probably easier for him than a triple double now. I think. Right. But I don't know. At, at, at some point, I think the Cavs need to just, you know, say, well, you know, LeBron, you've given us everything you could. You gave us a championship. Um, do what. We are going to express our rights to. You can leave if you want. We're not gonna. You know. We're gonna move on at some point.
2: It'd be nice if he just gave him an answer, man, on whether he's staying or leaving. Mm-hmm. Well, he always. But does. I understand why he's not. Mm-hmm.
1: But he always he always does this to us. He or I would say to Cleveland fans, he always leaves us with that one year contract. He always does. Yep. And he, you never know. It's the it's the the unknown about LeBron is. It seems like every year is, is he coming back? Is he coming? Is he coming back? Is LeBron coming back to Cleveland? Right. Well, let's you know, let's use those draft picks now and get guys that are going to come to Cleveland, develop, play at a high level, and then be something. You know, three, four years down the road, maybe earlier. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's kind of frustrating right now as a Cavs fan because you just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, who? But hopefully in June they're playing in the or hopefully they're playing pretty well playoff basketball into the into the finals. But uh, you just never know. It's hard telling with this team right now.
2: And going back to you're talking about like Richard Jefferson being kind of like a glue guy on the team, I just saw a video the other day. I think they were talking about the fact that they had that meeting where they blamed crap on Kevin Love. Um, There was a video from that Thunder game where he went for a rebound and fell on the ground, and he held out his hand for Jay Crowder, like, you know, pick him up. Crowder looked at him, walked over him, and like kicked his foot on the way to getting the ball. It's like, come on.
1: Yeah, there just, they're just it seems to be no respect for anybody on that team right now. I, I honestly don't understand it. But, um but yeah, that's uh, I guess that's my Cavs rank for the day. Yep.
2: All right. Uh, it's always good to get off my chest. We're done with the Cavs for the day. Uh, now moving on to Team Curry. That team consists of. Team Chef. Uh, Stephen Curry, the Greek Freak, DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid, James Harden, and that's the starters for that team. And then Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Al Horford, Damian Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. Um, East by 60. Yeah, I was going to say LeBron's <laughs> team looks a lot better. I don't know. Uh, LeBron's better than Steph. I'd take the Greek Freak over Cousins. I'd take Anthony Davis over DeMar DeRozan. I'd take KD over Joel Embiid. And I'd probably take Harden over Kyrie.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's hard to tell because and then you got Russ coming off the bench for yeah. LeBron. Yeah, obviously, we know there's not not gonna be a lot of defense played in the All-Star game, so
2: until like the last two minutes, mm-hmm. if the game's close,
1: where that's mostly for you know the fans like, oh, it's him just because. But um, but yeah, obviously it's pretty evident that the East team, Team LeBron, is pretty stacked. Uh, they just they had a segment on ESPN. Uh. Or TNT, sorry. Um, Ernie was asking questions, and both were kind of hesitant, on asking who to who they picked first. Which I mean, I would have liked to see them talk about it, obviously, because that's what we want to see. But I think it builds up for next year, and that this that, that has to go on TV. Yeah. It so will. we have to see who they pick. But it will eventually. I mean, I, I think the ironic part, and I think you can agree to it. I don't know why I keep going back to the Cavs, but the, when LeBron said the word drama. The irony in what's going on with his team now. Right. He didn't want to bring drama into this. I think he
2: loves drama. I know, that's I, why I got the sense I'm like crap, I'm like, man. did you
1: want I mean like he has his
2: whole career, I think.
1: Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, the teams are definitely picked and they are cemented. Um Yeah, no trades in the in the All Star game. They they don't Steph's like hey, Brown, I'll give you yeah. a, I'll give you uh this for that, but it's whatever. I'll trade you one of my rings for Kevin Durant back on my team for one game, but uh, it's whatever. But anyway, uh, any other NBA Um, NBA
2: good news you got? We talked about the um, dunk contest participants last time. I got a couple updates on, like, the three-point contest. They're both Warriors guys. Klay Thompson is going to do it again. I think he's, like, a two-time champion, two or one for the three-point contest. And then uh, Curry said he's not going to do it this year. Dang it.
1: Yeah. I was going to see him put up some shots. Clay, that, that'd be a good battle of two teammates, though, going yeah. to three-point count. Clay
2: beat him last time <clears throat> when they both did it. Um, and then some other Warriors news. I don't know if you saw KD got ejected for the fourth time the other night. I didn't see that. Yeah, he told the ref. He just like looked at me like, you're wrong, and he got ejected for that. Um, he ended up apologizing, and the NBA Referees Association Twitter page accepted Wow. Apology making steps here, and then he got fined 15k today. <laughs> so apparently, apology isn't gonna get it done, guys. You gotta. I think it'd be cool. Watch what you do. I
1: think it'd be cool for the NBA to be like, all right, can we find these reps for making you know bad ejections? Right. Yeah. Like you made a terrible ejection. Sorry, we're gonna take that out of your paycheck.
2: Funny thing <laughs> is, KD has more ejection uh, ugh, ejections this year than any other NBA team like overall. Wow. wow. That's crazy. Hey man, uh the Warriors have eight. The next closest team has three. I know the Cavs have a lot. Really?
1: IT's already racked up two or three and is <laughs> sitting back. Little
2: gremlins, feisty, huh?
1: Oh I know. A little lollipop gills. <laughs> little lollipop gill action
2: on the court, but um Joe Kim Noah <laughs> left the Knicks like out of nowhere, kinda like Derek Rose did like a year ago. Nobody wants to play for the Knicks anymore, man. No. Too much. Speaking of drama, there's too much drama there too.
1: Oh yeah, um, no.
2: That's I feel like there's always been though. Yeah.
1: I mean, shoot, Carmelo was usually the center of that, but now it's still going on even without him. So, <clears throat> just kind of question where that organization's at right now. But time will tell on that
2: one. That's uh, that's all we got. NBA, <clears throat>
1: NBA pre-short docket tonight with the uh, the Bruisers on the NBA court. Uh, next, we're gonna move on. Uh, we had a uh, pretty, pretty deep, uh, pretty deep topic though that just happened in the uh, in the world. Don't really like to bring a lot of politics into this, but um,
2: it, it is sports related. So. Yeah, it's pretty
1: sports related because uh, an Olympic a uh, tra- train or trainer. Um, don't really want to say his name because uh, I don't want to have that man's name in my mouth right now. After what's going on, he got a 175 jail sentence which is uh rightfully deserved i think it was on top of the uh 125 victims that came out plus the um 50 60 years he was serving for that child pornography thing but anyway uh good to see a guy like that behind bars don't ever want him to see the light of day ever again um but i think a lot of back of it is now is how the um what do i say the people on the, was it the committee on the Olympics, kind of shoved it
2: aside. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. They kind of so, hit it Penn State
1: style. Yeah, uh, no pun intended there. Yeah. Right? But um, but yeah, I think uh, you'll see something come out of that. Oh, you would think. I would hope so. You got
2: multiple life sentences. There's like a hundred fifty victims. Yeah. That is, that's oh a lot. my God, yeah. it's terrible.
1: I mean. Good for those victims that came out and said what they needed to say, because you know you can't let that kind of shit happen no. every day. That's just not right. Um, pretty much ruined his career, ruined his life, <clears throat> as oh, we yeah. know he's it. He's dying in prison. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that, that. That was pretty big news in the sports world. I know the sports world hasn't really covered it, which I mean, CNN and all those you know yeah. news webs, uh, channels and websites. They were have. all over yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, moving on from that, uh, we got some baseball, actually.
2: Yeah, Hall of Fame class announced yesterday. Mm A couple of guys that we got to watch. Good old Jimmy Tome. Yep, Jim Tome, uh, Trevor Hoffman, Vlad Guerrero, who in this class is my favorite. I loved Vlad Guerrero. No batting gloves. No No batting batting gloves, Vlad. Hitting home runs off the bounce. Like, off the bounce. That was nuts. Uh, And then Chipper Jones, who is considered the headliner Mm -hmm. of this Hall of Fame class. Chipper... uh, he was a great third baseman for the Braves. He was back always in the a day. chipper guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I uh Jude uh Neary told me yesterday that there's a rumor that Chipper Jones was always drunk or hungover every base like pretty much every baseball game. And now he's a Hall they of Famer. Play. Yeah, now he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Take notes,
1: kids. Right. Just kidding, don't do that. <laughs> but um but yeah, that's that's a good class.
2: Yeah, Edgar Martinez was like just short of getting in, which he has been the last couple of years, so Maybe next year, Edgar. Who knows? I don't huh. have that many memories of Edgar Martinez, really. Me either. Um, But then we got, uh, we were just talking about not many teams making moves. Uh, as of today, the Brewers, uh, they traded for Christian Yelich from the Marlins. The Marlins yeah. have now successfully traded every big piece on their team away, yeah. it feels so like. So expect the Marlins to win 10 games uh, this upcoming season. <laughs> right. And then right before we started, uh, the Brewers signed Lorenzo Cain to a five-year deal. So, I mean, they were close to winning that NL Central this year when not many people expected them to compete with the Cubs mm-hmm. and, like, the Cardinals. And uh, it's looking like next year, maybe in some people's minds, uh, if the Cubs don't bring Arietta back, Brewers might be the favorites to win the Central. I think, did they sign Darvish or were they just in talks? I can't remember. I think they were just in talks. But I think
1: the team that probably could have a good chance at the Central this year is the Cardinals. They made some pretty big offseason moves. I forget the pitcher they had. Um, They just, they got, I think it was a bullpen guy. Uh, Shoot, I wish I could remember. They just
2: traded away uh, Randall Gritchick, I saw the other day, to the Blue Jays for some minor league pieces. Uh, They got Ozuna from the Marlins. The Marlins fire Mm -hmm. sale. Yeah. Literally, yep. Just you can, if you want them, you can have them. Get out. <laughs> Go. I'm somewhere. DJ. I'm running this crap. <clears throat> but uh yeah, that's all the baseball I got. I can't wait for pitchers and catchers and spring training to start. Get going. You oh, I know. know.
1: You get that baseball feel. You Get that itch. It got that itch going. Um, yeah, it's very soon though. Pitchers and catchers. Um, which is, yeah, like we talked about, Park and I were, like you said, we are talking off the air about the type of deals that haven't really been struck yet with a lot of these big guys, and uh, but I'm sure sooner or later they will be. I feel like you kind of would have
2: to going right. into
1: pitchers and catchers meeting.
2: But, yeah. And then, Vlad Guerrero is going to be the first like player to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I thought he would have chose Expos, but he was... I think he won an MVP or he's close to winning an MVP with the Angels. So I don't understand why he'd want to go in the Hall of Fame wearing an Angels cap. I just think a guy that doesn't wear batting gloves is automatic Hall of Fame bid. Right. Come on, man.
1: Dude dude hitting tank line drives with no batting gloves. Come on. That's a man. That's a man's job. Oh, yeah. His son's supposed to be a stud, too. Prospect. I'm not making my kid wear batting gloves. Like, listen... You can get all the blisters you want on your finger. You're not wearing batting gloves, dude. Look at Vlad. Look, I'm telling. I'm gonna tell him. Look at Vlad, Vladimir
2: Guerrero, and he'll show you how to hit the ball. It'll turn you into a man, kid. Oh yeah. Um, looking ahead to next year's possible guys. I mean, you got Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. Um, God, I don't want Barry again. Kurt Schilling, Scott Rowland, Manny Ramirez, Edgar Martinez. Scott Rowland.
1: God, that's a. That's a great name right there. Scott Rowland. I love Scott Rowland back in the day. I know. It's funny because the dude, the dude played for the Cardinals for the longest time. Then he goes to play for the arch-rival Cincinnati Reds. Reds yeah. And I remember that whole brawl that went down between the Cardinals and <clears throat> Reds when uh, Scott Rowland was actually on the Reds at that point. Uh, Johnny Cueto put a cleat through Adam Wainwright's skull almost. <laughs> um, I, I, It's funny because I had tickets. Or I was going to go to that game and didn't mm-hmm. go. And... Uh,
2: I didn't awesome. see, yeah, I didn't see that bra, but uh, yeah, Scott Rowland, great name.
1: Who else did you say? Roy uh,
2: Holiday, Andrew Jones. He used to play for the Braves. Todd Helton's first; it'll be his first time on the ballot. Andy Pettit, Gary Sheffield, Sammy Sosa, uh, Mariano Rivera. I'd like to
1: see Rivera get in.
2: I think he will. Uh, Lance Berkman, Roy Oswalt, Miguel Tejada. I mean, those are all names oh, that yeah. we grew up with when we were oh, yeah. real, real little tikes, you know.
1: Young Tykes trying to hit the ball, I I can remember watching Barry Bonds a lot, dude. He was he was a heck of a player, but I don't know. The whole steroid thing gets me, man. It
2: doesn't get me. Uh, I'm paying to watch the best form of sports that I want, and if you're gonna take steroids to better yourself, like that's on you. If you end up Getting, perishing it yeah. an early age,
1: yeah. I don't know. But there's a downfall. You can take them after you, you know. It's after not, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, Parker had a lot of great <clears throat> Hall of Fame names for the next uh, draftees. But um, I hate how
2: stingy the MLB is with their Hall of Fame because I feel like all those guys I named like are deserving mm-hmm. of getting in, mm-hmm. and they won't. They won't all end up getting in.
1: Yeah, which sucks because like obviously you think of Hall of Fame, no matter what sport it is, those are a select guy, the the select few, and it makes it more like you know if you get in there, it means more than just letting you know. Everyone get you know what I mean. Get everyone getting in it kind of means more to you, but yeah. yeah but I think, like Parker said, a lot. All those guys are very deserving, but it'd be very. It's gonna be interesting who they put in.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. But uh, that's gonna do it for some uh, MLB talk. Unless you had something to wrap it up with. Nope. No nothing. No wow. Nice, no, nice, nada. very nice, very nice. Uh, so yeah, we're just you know scooting along right across this podcast. Kind of a slow day for both of us. Uh, I don't know if you could tell in our voice, but you know, yeah. it's been a long day. Um, but the move on to NCAA men's basketball for a little quick tune-up here. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines are on set to take the Purdue Boilermakers right now on ESPN. Uh, halftime is – well, actually, that was over a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. um, it is – there's seven minutes to go in the second half in the game, actually. Uh, Michigan is down 68-72. Uh, this is the second con- contest between these two teams. Uh, the first one was in Ann Arbor on a questionable uh, late foul call for um, – Against Michigan, that sent um, their big, uh, Purdue's big man, I forget which one it was, to the line. S- made a free throw, missed one, and then uh, Michigan almost hit the buzzer beater at half court. Uh, didn't happen. Uh, another team in action tonight, the uh, Penn State Nitty Lions. Uh, very nitty and very vicious. Vicious, uh, taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes in Columbus. Uh, Buckeyes are down 25 16 right now. Really slow start. I think at one point it was 6 to 12, or it was very low. Uh, not a lot of points by the Buckeyes right now. Hopefully yeah. the Buckeyes keep the streak going. If not, I mean, what well, a run. What a run it's right. been, I guess. Um, you don't want anything to come to an end, but at some point you're going to have to lose, and they're going to have to take off the take on the Boilermakers and at the end of the season, Michigan at some point again. So yeah. uh, look for the those games on the docket uh, coming up. But um, I think, what was it, last night, or a couple nights ago, we were talking. Um, shoot, Oklahoma won a couple nights ago. Against I think K- yeah. Kentucky pulled out another close one uh, at home. Uh, it was uh, very close. I th- I, I want to believe that they won that game. Who are but, they playing? I don't even. I-, I I was watching it, but then like you know, I was like, "Oh, Kentucky's playing." I'm turning off. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't really care uh, in the moment. I think it was just uh, recently actually. It might have been a Wednesday or a Tuesday night. Um, yeah, I think it might have been after one of the podcasts. Oh, they
2: beat Mississippi State by thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was close Tuesday. for a while.
1: Um, Ooh, they got West Virginia Saturday. Yeah.
2: at West Virginia.
1: I, I'm I, I'm thinking West Virginia might win that game. Probably. Yeah. Uh, at home, West Virginia play a lot of hard defense. Kentucky just doesn't look look like a good Kentucky team right now. Right. But I don't know. <laughs> I think I think uh, actually looking at looking at the the men's basketball schedule. Uh, and all everything you know after it i think it's starting to it's starting to pick up a lot
2: yeah uh, for sure
1: i know i know football nfl runs really late into the college basketball season so football's like ticking away and then uh you know if you can get into college basketball as early as you can that's good because you know march will be here as soon as you know it i mean a lot of these teams are pretty deep in their schedule in terms of conference play so um a lot of th- a lot of things at stake uh, late in their season but um but uh, they had actually I was looking today Parker they had the first uh NBA uh they not the first but they had a mock draft out again today mm-hmm. I don't know if you looked at it at all uh uh-uh. Uh obviously Trey uh Trey Young was uh on that um on that high board yeah. I couldn't uh, I couldn't really look um I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to spit it out of my mouth as best I can um I guess the highlight, a uh, highlight, high, what I, the headline? Sorry, was it's like NBA mock draft, but it all said was Trey Young rising, and then uh, Don, Don Sick, is That how you say said Donkitsch. Donkitsch? Yeah, Donkitsch. Donkey. Donkey. Yeah. Uh, and the Nets pick. So I didn't really get to read that much of it. Um, it's, <laughs> it it's all going to depend if what the, what the Cavs do to trade up. If you trade to get that pick, you keep the Nets pick. Who they take or who the team that wants them to take. Uh, once they trade that pick to get maybe a Trey Young or someone, um, but I think Trey Young will be the first point guard gone. Obviously, oh, yeah. you have to assume it, it'll that. either
2: be him or Sexton, I guess.
1: Yeah, but in in my in my mind right now, I'm probably thinking Trey Young will be the first first point guard to
2: go. Um, he's pretty pretty prolific player. Oh yeah. Um, he uh, I mean, watched him the other night. He was really efficient, and he got his teammates involved. Oh yeah. He's not just some guy who drops forty every night. He can also get the other guys involved. He made some nice passes, some up and under passes. I saw underneath the hoop, which looked pretty sweet. Um,
1: <laughs> I want to see more of the uh, God. Who was it? Mon M- Monmouth a couple years ago. The bench guys. I want to see more the, of that. All that I want to see more stuff. of that yeah. stuff in college basketball. Um, probably bring won't it back, tournament time. Oh yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, I know. Th- I know. There's one guy for the the uh, Buckeyes. He's uh, he was a walk on. He made the team. Um, he uh, he, had, he had his own like Twitter fan page for uh, Columbus and he uh, always they call him towel guy or something like that but yeah what what a great name to be remembered by if you're, uh, you're a towel yeah <laughs> but um but yeah I don't really have a whole lot of college basketball there's a lot of games going on if you just yeah. want to tune in to ESPN you'll probably catch a couple of them
2: Duke and Virginia Saturday at 2 o'clock on CBS I believe that'll be a good game mm-hmm. to check out for you guys over the weekend and then uh Celtics Warriors are also on ABC uh, Saturday 8.30. So a couple good games to watch there mm-hmm. over the weekend. Indeed, indeed.
1: Uh, just tune in, college basketball or NBA. It's heating if, up. Yeah, it is heating up in the um, the basketball um, world. <clears throat> like I said, NFL is winding down. <clears throat> Tom Brady's taking it into his own hands at this point. Uh, and Bill, Billy Belichick in the uh, Pats. Um, but yeah, that's I'm really out of words for the night right now. I don't know what else to talk about.
2: My wish for this NFL offseason is that we don't hear about the Jets every day. You know, <laughs> yeah. like they've always been bad, but ESPN still talks about them all the time. They're not even the her, team. it's probably Herm. Yeah, probably when she's gone. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably they, Herm they, Edwards. Maybe they won't talk about him. But her, like, Herm's got a hard on for the Jets, even when the Giants were winning two Super Bowls with Coughlin and Eli Manning. ESPN still continue to talk about Rex Ryan and the Jets, who just went like nine and seven. Yeah. It was so annoying.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously any off season is a good offseason, depending on how it goes for a lot of sports teams, but um but yeah, I would look for the NFL to be a pretty good offseason though of this year. Um, in terms of where which quarterback goes where. Yeah. You know, uh, I was reading today as well you are talking uh, about
2: Baker of the Browns, number yeah. one.
1: Um, yeah, so just to let the fans know, we're done talking about NCAA men's basketball. Uh, we're gonna close our segment on that. Uh, now we're gonna just open it up for a couple of last pointy thoughts. We're gonna end this podcast a little early tonight. Didn't have a lot on the docket to talk about. Uh, not a lot of you know good you know story generators besides the uh, the All Star pickums and right. the uh, you know couple 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 games for NCAA men's basketball and a couple hot uh, headlines. But but yeah, I was reading today. What what do the red do the Redskins if they want to keep Kirk Cousins? You know they need to do it and then yeah. build around him. Because I mean you look at their team, never had Kirk never really had that weapon. You know that that wide receiver that's stud. What Terrell Pryor's not a stud? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I think I think Terrell Pryor's run his course in the NFL.
2: Yeah, you're. Probably sadly made. to
1: say, but uh, especially being a former Buckeye, but it's sadly to say he's probably run his course. Uh, but it, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, your good point about Baker Mayfield. The only thing I'm getting wrapped around is all they're saying is, oh, the guy's a winner.
2: I knew, when I saw that, when somebody asked, what do you look for a QB, when they asked the Browns GM, he's like, does he win? No I kidding. Thought, <laughs> I thought Rosen didn't win, Darnold didn't really win in college, uh, Josh Allen definitely didn't win in college at Wyoming, and I'm like, you know who is in the uh, talks for like a first round pick? Baker Mayfield. What did he do in college? He won.
1: Yeah, and they were so talking about yeah, um, they were talking about the first thing Baker Mayfield did. Someone said when he was watching, uh, I forget some sports writer. He goes, <clears throat> first thing Baker Mayfield did when he got on that campus, he knew the playbook in two weeks." Well, to be honest, it's not really hard to know the Browns' playbook. It's um, you know, run on first down, get stopped for three yards, uh, run a two-yard out route with your tight end, uh, maybe for another yard, and then run it up the gut for another, t- you know, half a yard, and then punt it.
2: Are you talking about? Um... Todd Haley offense? Or are you oh, no, about I'm talking traditional about, Browns.
1: I'm talking about traditional Browns offense. Oh. <laughs> which, going back to Todd Haley, though, I, uh, I don't know. I listen to uh, that sports podcast that my buddy has in there. Are a lot of, lot, lot, lot of He's a Steelers fan, and uh, he's got a lot of Steelers buddies he talks to. Um, really hating on the Browns this Todd Haley thing, but uh, I, I think it could be good for him. Uh, I don't want to say the word hating, but, you know, kind of just, I think it was one of those Steelers fans like, oh, we don't need him. Yeah. We're better. Yeah. But I, I just think look at the look at the off look at the offenses he's had at Pittsburgh. They're pretty good offenses. Yeah, uh, I, it's going to be interesting to see him coming to the Browns now with um, you know a really bad offense. How can he turn that around? Right. Obviously, it starts in the draft in April. So you pick an Oklahoma State wide receiver is uh, I think they were talking the number one wide receiver to go. Um, um, a boy from Stillwater, but uh, nonetheless, any closing points, Parker?
2: Uh, nope I think I'm done
1: Parker's done 40, sure?
2: 45 minutes huh
1: see what? that's how you get it done right there yeah 45 minutes started at started about you know eight something like that 8-ish, yeah. yeah got got the little ball and chain uh, rolling here but uh but that's gonna do it for today's podcast Thursday on oh, this fine Thursday January 25th uh make sure you go on um, go on anchor. Actually, I would um, prefer you download the Anchor app and get it on your phone or tablet, whatever you need to do, and uh, those videos are up, those podcast uh, audios are uploaded directly after the show. Uh, My bad with the uploading, I figured out that I have to add the station on the app so you can listen to the full thing, Uh, but nonetheless, when you do open up the app and click on the podcast. All you have to do is scroll over from segment to segment. They are all there, I promise you. You can listen to them. I listened to them last night. Uh, Not the whole way through, sorry. But um, they're all there, I promise you. But uh, go check us out on Anchor. Uh, Give us a listen and let us know your comments, feedback. Uh, We'd love to hear your questions as always. Uh, Stay classy, Define. Stay classy, America. We will see you Tuesday.